Hello, everybody, everybody, hello. The song that you're listening to is War by Edwin Starr. And on this week's episode, we talk about uh, war. We all pick our number one favorite war movie. And I, um, extension of that, don't know what I'm going to say, but uh, enjoy the fucking episode. All right, bye. This is noble for you yeah, can yeah. curse, say whatever you want, yeah, yeah, yeah. say whatever you want. Wait, wait, ready? Get passionate. <laughs> Welcome to We Seen't It. I Seen't It. We I didn't it. have it ready on my phone, sorry. <laughs> yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses on movies, TVs, and all the entertainment in between. Not just TV, but TVs. TVs, because <laughs> a lot of people have more than one TV in the house <laughs> because, um, yeah, this is not the 1970s. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. What's and up, everyone? We have a slew of people here. We got a full house. We're going to go off of Mike's. Uh, Mike 2, give us your name. Call me Skinner. <laughs> and this is Nina. Boom. And Mike 3, give us your name. And this is Chris again. <laughs> yes. And Mike 4, give us your name. This shoe. That's what's up. Oh, Mike 5, this Ken. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need him. Yeah, um... How's everyone doing? Yes. Good. Good. Good, good to be here. Awesome. Good weekend so far? Yeah. So far. Um, so, so far. We're going to go ahead and start. Um, first topic of the day is uh, Suicide Squad review. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I guess you guys can, I guess you guys can go first um, since you guys all pretty, like, pretty much liked it. And then I'll just go last so I can squash your review. Um, <laughs> there's more of which us it should be the other way around <laughs> which is funny because I'm like at the end of the table so it's like I'm, I'm facing the, the chair you know and I'm like you know you guys are like the corporate ex- executives that are gonna like fire the shit out of me um, but yeah I mean as everyone knows uh, Suicide Squad uh, was released yesterday and all the critics hated it it's mm-hmm. All the fans love it. it. Yeah, it's completely polarized. Um, you, you'll notice like all the professional critics really, really hated the movie. However, the fans really, uh, really loved it. And, of course, we're all going by what we see on Rotten Tomatoes. And now, from what I understand, all the fans are trying to get together and like form a petition yeah, to get rid of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my> um, <laughs> because, I mean, if you think about it, like a lot of times... You know, I know we we like to see movies and say, well, you know what? What my opinion matters, so I don't care what other people think. But when you look at a score that low on Rotten Tomatoes, you do kind of go in to the movie like, yeah, all right, let me get prepared for this shit. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Um, but all right, let's go. Let's 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 go ahead um, and start. Uh, We'll start on my left. Uh, Daniel, what do you think about the movie? It was actually not bad. It was actually pretty good. On, you know, as far as like the reviews and everything, I think the best review should come from your own. From the so, fans. Uh, yeah, yeah, from the fans' standpoint. But uh, I liked how uh, everything was like organized and how all the characters, a lot of people don't know these characters, but they had a small like. Uh, Mini stories. Uh, yeah, the little stories or what they did, uh, mm. w- you know, like 
yeah their, what their, is it? like a label background, like the background, background labels yeah. and uh yeah it was pretty it, it was flowing pretty good yeah, but t- i feel t- like t- they cut a little a couple of things i'm not sure i think tell they people what you said about people who uh who watch movies off of uh based off of critics tell mm-hmm. me what you what you said before we start recording what do you believe about what do you what do you think about those people who uh, follow critics um, for oh they're, no no they're, they're, if you believe everything from the internet you know you're just like every other sheep you yeah, sheep, exactly. sheep everywhere sheep. Yeah. That's exactly. So right. don't, that. yeah, just I go totally see the movie and get your own review. That's the yeah. one that counts. Mm-hmm. Nina, I liked it from a DC fan that I since I was like two, um, from a Batman fan and everything from Harley Quinn and Joker. I I felt like it was good. It it was a good background story from every character. It you know it was a good all around film. I felt like same thing with Daniel I was like um that they they cut out a lot of scenes I've been reviewing this movie for a while just because I saw the animated version so and I felt like they could have been there a lot of scenes would have been cut out at least from the Joker and the Batman so I overall I think it's probably there's like an extended cut missing oh, yeah. yeah I feel like they're just like Batman versus Superman there's there's something there that we're not yeah they just want us to spend more money they do yeah but I will spend money so <laughs> they, it worked <laughs> well downloaded those assholes uh, what about <laughs> you Shim? Time. Um, I liked it the it, I, I noticed you're right like they had the little mini stories everybody little vignettes and I did before I went to the movie I wasn't gonna watch it at first but I heard people at work all complaining, and they're all like going off the Rotten Tomatoes or whatever they're talking about. Mm. They said that uh, there was a lot of little mini vignettes for each character, and they were annoyed that it wasn't just one big plot. So I was like, really? Is it a plot Wait problem? A okay. Oh my gosh. So before I went to the movie, that's what I was thinking. And then the other thing they all complained about, everybody, like, it's all these nerdy people at my job. Okay. And I love them, by the way. <laughs> Uh, but they were like they're really into it they're like oh yeah and all these characters have uh, they're emos they're not really like you know they're supposed to be uh, psycho what do you call that like sociopaths sociopaths in this movie they're just emos you know all emotional into their feelings so Uh that's what Rotten Tomatoes said we're not gonna watch it because that's not what it's about but that's supposed to be sociopaths what is this crap that they haven't seen this is one of the things I hate like when people say like oh you know I don't like this place but you've never been anywhere Mm -hmm. yeah so you can't compare that same thing like you haven't seen this movie you can't not say anything about it you know what i'm saying and the whole thing about them being emo that means they're just emotional mm-hmm. you know most villains in movies are, are emotional. emotional i guess they were saying they didn't expect that from harley quinn to be emotional what they thought she are was you serious to be she's well, the most the description of sociopath is like she's the most you're you can detach yourself from things so that's what they thought that the she review was going to talk you know, no, she no, attached herself the from the group multiple times. No, detached. Yeah. Detached. detached. She, she detached herself from the group multiple, physically. Yeah. When she was being, sh- when everybody was being shot out by the helicopter, she, dude, she just told everybody bye. She's she like, like bye. Yeah. But but it was because she was emotionally attached to the Joker. Like yeah. I felt Harley like Quinn was always attached to the Joker. But, but she would but be I think, I think, I think what Schubert is saying is like. That's like, just what they were saying. I, like she had a motive. Like I think I think I mean correct me if I'm wrong, Schubert. But I think what she was saying is like. She should have been um, like detached as far as like her plan was. Like she should have just done things because she did them. But it didn't seem like that in this movie. It seemed like she did have a motive every step well, yeah, of the way. Yeah, at the end of the movie, when the the, the witch 
What motives? Let's see what. Oh, that's right. For our listeners, spoiler alert. We're gonna get into this shit. Spoil the shit. Spoil, spoil, spoil. They haven't seen it. Sorry. Like a goal at the end of the movie when she's like trying to figure out their minds. Yo, you know why Harley Quinn has a goal? You know why this happened, right? Dude, the Joker's dead. She has nobody else. Her mm. life is over. So yeah. she is emotional. Well, I mean, you got to think of like, do you remember? That's why do you remember the um, the animated versions of Harley Quinn and the Joker? And yeah. uh, what was it? The Adventures of you know of Arkham. Uh-huh. And um, do you remember when she was a completely attached and she was always she was emotionally attached to the Joker? And then when she got um, she got caught and went back to Arkham, she went crazy. And then she met Poison Ivy. So, and then after that, she's like, I don't need anybody anymore. And, you know, I got poison ivy. And then she started, it was a breakup. And, yeah. you know, that's when, that's how Harley Quinn is. She's just yeah. an emotional woman that's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I guess, I mean, the, 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 the reviewers, whoever these people are on Rotten Tomatoes, I guess, you know, even the, the Diablo character, he's oh, emotional. Yeah, I loved him. So, I guess they were complaining that these characters shouldn't have been that way. Yeah, but it I been think a good there's movie. a background story to every villain, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, they, I, they try to show. They, yeah. This is what they, they try to do. They try to show a background, like a more compassive. Like this is why they are this way. Yeah, I like that. The I like thing, that this story. To be honest, was the way. only thing I didn't really like about the movie. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm, I'm done. Chris. I think Chris, I'm done. We, <laughs> we ain't even getting Chris yet. But the only thing I didn't like is that the throwaway uh, villain that they had. Oh Which my one? God, Slipknot! Oh my God, I didn't like that. And what a waste of. Time and plot, like oh I was like, God. dude, okay. I was so upset. Yeah, because the he whole time I'm like, so fast. yeah, I was thinking like, hmm, who's gonna be the first one to go? And I know. They said, oh, here's Slip, and I'm like, there he is. Oh. <laughs> Once again, they take it from the Native American. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm so mad. So no, because no, I'm just yeah, Native like, American, so, so it really made me upset. And I was like, they have to do that. And I was like, oh my gosh, man. But Chris, Chris, man. Chris. <laughs> Wait, can I, can I say one last thing? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, one last, I really liked that they had uh, the leadership with... Uh, with Deadshot? Flag? With, with Deadshot. No. Oh, yeah, because oh. I, you would expect it to be flagged. No. But I Although I, I don't really consider it leadership. I just think Will Smith needed his screen time because that was part of so his contract. Well, oh. I really enjoyed that. And he, he has this well, great why voice giving top yeah. 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 He like yeah. I kind of liked his character. I liked that he was that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been boring. Yeah. I didn't like Flag. I mean, I, I they like co-leaders, but I preferred... When it went that way. Well, okay. I believe that Deadshot was just trying to. Uh, ooh, I, I hear the echo now. Uh, I believe Deadshot <laughs> was trying to. Um, he had a goal in his mind. Was trying to get to see his daughter and everything. So he didn't want to like screw everything up mm-hmm. before like you know anybody else was killed. Mm-hmm. But I think he was supposed to be like the most relatable, right? He's very relatable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't think cause let's, it's Chris. Thing let's get into Chris's yeah. review. Chris, what do you Chris, think? What'd you think? Chris. The table's yours. We're, we're oh, oh, really? I have the table now. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. We're <laughs> too emotional. Speaking of, I, I'm just too emotional. I just couldn't <laughs> comprehend it. Um, I had very little expectations of this film because, mm-hmm. like, for the past week, ever since I, since I read the first reviews, I'm like, this movie sucks. It's like Fantastic Four esque. Oh no no no! But that, that's that's what I was that's what I was reading. Good so I had very low expectations, and this film blew me away. Like it, it's not the best superhero film, it's not the best DC film or any of those, but it surpassed what I was expecting to see. And I love how it started off with the first third of that film. The pacing was perfect. It introduced these characters that we haven't been exposed to before in a perfect way. It was quick. It was efficient, and then. When the plot started rolling, sure, it was clunky, kind of fell apart. It turned into your average action film. 
but all in all, I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie to watch. Sure, it was predictable. Um, the soundtrack blew me away. I love the song selection. Oh my god! Ooh. I heard that. I, wa- I listened so to that album before. That was it just yesterday? I listened to the whole album. That. It's so awesome. <laughs> Loved it. So, so I, I totally enjoyed it. Okay. What about you, Pat? Um, I guess I basically put my opinions on everybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not fair. All right. What you call it? Uh, I saw the movie. I enjoyed it. The uh, after watching Batman uh, v Superman, um, I was kind of hesitant because I'm like, oh man, if I'm going to watch another trashy movie in the movie theaters, uh, it, ma- it might as well just be this one. And you know what? This movie was a summer blockbuster. <laughs> it is not a movie like uh, it's not going to, it's not trying to shoot for the Oscars. This movie is just trying to be pure enjoyment. And that's what this movie was. It was like pure unadultery uh, what a uh, it was just, I just enjoyed it. From beginning to end, soundtrack Yo, we're all over that shit. We're like, yo, that shit is uh, it was fucking hot. Um, yo, the Joker, even uh, yes. what's the name? Was Jared Leto? Jared Leto. Yeah. His whole, uh, I don't believe that he needed to do. He needed to go that that far with the whole uh, pranking people on sets stuff. But um, <laughs> his Joker was pretty cool. From when he when he was on screen, he like he commanded the screen. I was like, oh shit, here's the Joker, and he did his little creepy Joker shit. And uh, I think he's the most realistic out of all Jokers, to be honest. Even even more than Heath Ledger, because if you really think about it, if Heath Ledger's Joker was to be in modern times, like right now, mm-hmm. he wouldn't get as far as uh, Jared Leto's Joker. Because Jared Leto's Joker had guys who had guns, who had a uh, fucking Kevlar, mm-hmm. who had uh, what they had explosives. Dude, his his Joker was more efficient than Heath Ledger's Joker. Well, it, you gotta think about this also. It's like a younger version of uh, the Joker, uh-huh. because uh, the older Joker deals with an older Batman. Mm-hmm. That. A lot of people don't understand that. If you don't follow the comic, if you don't follow the comic, <laughs> my bad. Talking to me. <laughs> yeah. If you don't follow the comic, you're not gonna understand. But uh, you know, some things cannot be just as accurate as the comic. But like I said, um, the Joker from Heath Ledger is like an older version of the Joker that Batman has to deal with in a regular basis, as far as crime. This was more like, you know, Harley Quinn, Joker, like, you know, during the time of when he escaped and they the met up in yeah. the couple mm-hmm. when they became a couple. Yeah, the, like the crazy. I, I completely agree. I would say that this is uh, that Joker definitely. I think he portrayed Jared Little portrayed Joker very well because it made me believe like after watching Batman versus Superman and you know, Ben Affleck being Batman, he was a darker Batman. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand that, especially if you're not into comics. And this was after, you know, Robin died. After, what, Jason Todd, I'm going to say? Jason Todd was the first Robin that died? Yeah. And um, he was... And uh, Jared Leto, he portrayed that type of Joker where it's like, I I killed killed your, you know, your Robin. And it it brought that craziness that was like a, like, double dynamic duo with Harley Quinn and Jared, you know? Mm -hmm. Hence why this Batman is, like, is even more the like, killer Batman. Yeah, the kill. Yeah, yeah, like the darker, like I'm gonna fuck your shit up, Batman. Yeah, that's yeah, the Frank <laughs> Miller Batman. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So here we go. All uh, right. I'm gonna so you attempt uh, to take us apart. Uh, Kevin. Introduce uh, so Kevin over here <laughs> <laughs> because apparently he's the only person on our panel who 
did not like, like the movie. Yeah, I've like been taking movie. notes on everything you guys have been you saying. Didn't have, we didn't. Okay, go ahead, man. We're not even <laughs> taking notes over here because <laughs> we just. We don't need to because it's just a friendly <laughs> discussion. But no, no, no. Uh, this is a war film episode, so we're, we're, we're gonna go to war right now. All right, starting off. Well, yeah, I did not like this movie. I walked out of. I walked out of that film the same way I walked out of. What's another? Alexander the Great. Oh my God. But. <laughs> all right, let's let let me go you off my out? list. First did of you all, walk out? huh? Did you? What oh, no, no, I mean, like when the movie was over, like, uh, I walked okay. out thinking I like, no, I, I walked out of Alexander the Great. Well, first of all, I actually have a question for you guys. <laughs> out of the cinema, the DC cinematic universe, okay. which is Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, mm-hmm. and Suicide Squad okay. so far. Yes. Uh-huh. Where do you rank Suicide Squad? Number two. Number two. Okay. Out of Ooh. Man of Steel. Uh, I rank it number one, man, because it's fresh in my mind, though. But I mean, okay. if you ask me this, uh, around now when November, I say Batman versus Superman, I'm, I'm assuming you guys love the extended version more. So yes. that's the one I'm it talking saved about. That's that the movie. It did. Okay. It did save the movie. Okay, um, that's the I, one. I number two. I, it's ranked so number, number two. two. Man um, of Steel is number one to me. As sad as I'm ranking it number one. I'm actually mm-hmm. I'm ranking it at number one because you know. I'm not a big fan of Superman. I feel like he's a cliche superhero, and I feel like I want to be wowed. And not gonna lie, I mean, Man of Steel was a great movie. Mm-hmm. You know, cinematography. Every it was a great movie, but I just love the all-around craziness of Suicide Squad, and it's like one of my all of my top like superhero like super villains basically, yeah. and that's what I love the most. And then I would see number one, yeah, and then. Man of Steel and then Batman vs Superman. I still love Batman vs Superman though. I'm, I'm gonna go the other direction. I'm gonna go with uh, extended version Batman Superman first, mm-hmm. second Suicide Squad and Man of Steel the third. Yeah, I just love yeah, the, uh, the fact that um, Batman kicks the shit out of yeah, Superman. Oh so. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, first of all, I, I just you know I'm a big DC fan as far mm-hmm. as like the comic books uh, yeah. go. I'm just really sad to see Marvel kicking the shit out of DC because yeah. I think all of these movies are bad. Shit's man tears. All of them are bad. I, I think know. all of them are bad. <laughs> what, what, I didn't like many. Until they brought death. Well, th- that's what I'm going to get into. So for that's this film, it doesn't count. <laughs> for this film especially, mm-hmm. one thing that I think it was really missing, uh, and I think it was the most important thing that the Marvel movies have that these movies don't have, is one character development. Mm-hmm. These characters are horribly developed. I mean, I'm talking about. Enchantress and Rick Flagg are supposed to ha- be boyfriend and girlfriend. They're madly in love. This guy's going on a suicide mission to basically save his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You guys believe that they were in love? Because how many scenes did you actually see them like where you saw them like in love well, and like showing off like, oh damn man, this guy really loves her. He's gonna. Mm-hmm. You don't I, see I it. think those are the those parts that they cut off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I saw extended cuts of that, and they were. It looked like they were like really in love with each other, and that's what I was like. One of the things. You know what? Even um, if it was just little memories and cuts to those little scenes, like it would have helped a lot to develop yeah. the character uh, to the people that hasn't. To really be honest, I couldn't even seen uh, get into their little love story because in Trancher's, uh her eyebrows were like <laughs> so fucking oh thick. Not on fleek. It was not on fleek. It was on fleek. So fucking thick. I was like, God damn it! Those those eyebrows are so fucking. Thick. I loved it. Um, <laughs> I think Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn was great, um, but I think they could have developed her character more if they would have actually showed the evolution of her from Doctor to Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. They show those flashbacks, but she's already in love with Joker when they show those flashbacks. So you never really get to see like the serious oh, yeah. Margot Robbie. Minute, if they would have showed serious Margot Robbie, 
then her in love with Joker, then Harley Quinn, then I would have been like, yo, she's a sociopath. This is a Suicide Squad movie. If they would have did all that... If they would have oh. all these characters, Whoa, hold on, hold on, but first. they could have. They could have because there's a lot of shit that they could have cut out. No, no, like no, no, yeah. you guys mentioned Slipknot, they could have cut that whole fucking shit out. Yeah, but they needed or extended him. Like they need to show that they could die. And and they did show some <laughs> development with. I think honestly, out of all the characters, the only one that actually <laughs> got developed was Deadshot. Because of his yeah. daughter, mm-hmm. yeah. that was the only character that you actually felt for. You're like, yo, I really hope he sees his daughter, yeah, you man. Tear up, yeah. well, you know, like you feel like me. You feel I like was you're rooting. I for was it. hoping that Harley Quinn would get her pudding back. I mean, that was but me, I didn't though. believe that relationship <laughs> between them. I didn't believe it. It was just her flat faced, and then she dumps herself into the tub, and which he is, dives in after which her. In the, which in the cartoon, blah, in the blah, comic, blah. Well, he was, pushes he her into. But yeah. they were showing you how that happened because, she, yeah, right, like, yeah. when they did the little interview and she was saying, uh, she said, oh, I, I got you a horse or some shit. A kitty. A kitty. And she did the little thing and then he said that, oh, I need you to give me a gun. You see the next cut scene is, you see people fucking running around with multiple guns, don't know how the fuck that shit happened, but that shit happened. Like, she got him <laughs> see, that gun. See, don't know. Yeah, that see, that's the problem. Yeah, you're supposed to that's put it together. Yo, I think what the, what's the problem is, is that nowadays... Um, I remember when I was uh, first going to school for film and everything, and my teacher told me something about, oh, you got to treat the the audience as if uh, like they're kind of idiots or something. Yeah, like that. right. So you're yeah. To walk them through. Yeah, like their kids or something. Absolutely, shit. Yeah. paint the but picture I think for them. What, what they're trying to do here because they're trying to because what DC is trying to do is trying to bunch up all these fucking movies and trying to catch up to what Marvel's at, which I think is a terrible idea. But mm. they're like, yo, you know what? We're just gonna just throw this shit at them and hopefully it sticks which i got it i understood that okay well she's willing to she got this dude a fucking teddy bear she's already breaking the whole uh patient uh doctor relationship relationship shit so she's already broken that she's gonna get this guy a gun she's basically falling in love with him she he puts her on a chair he said that he's gonna hurt her real badly but she said that she can take it i do like the fact that um she tries to keep it professional but you still hear that little uh, New Jersey accent breaks out I a little loved bit. It, yeah. But yo, Which but if but she says like like six words no. in total in the whole movie. Like when she's when they're showing those scenes when she's like a doctor, she has no lines. She said so I you don't really see that. that. You don't really see. No, but it's a Does she need to talk movie? though? But they have to show it though. They I think they they have to show <laughs> it like when you were saying for the people you know who why? have not read the comic book. The people yeah, that but don't this know. is you know like like Pat is saying. This is a suicide this is, movie. They this need is a definitely movie like a fan film. Yes, it's exactly. a it's, it's a happy. film just for the fans. <laughs> exactly. um, and all the fans liked it. Uh, another thing, <laughs> another thing I had a problem with was the editing. Editing <laughs> is editing? sloppy. Where to lose you? Okay, man. so where to lose you? Yeah. I, I I challenge you guys to watch the movie again. Look I'll at the again. opening of the film when they cut to the main title. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's basically uh, what, what's the what's the black lady's name? What's her character? Uh, Amanda uh, Waller. Amanda Waller. 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 Yeah. She's walking Waller. into the building, and then okay. it cuts to the opening title. Dude, I'm not a professional that, editor. That like, weird. I'm not the greatest. I'm not a Walter was, Merch editor. It was weird. But it, yeah. that editing had no rhythm to it. It wasn't like going by the by I think the, it was lack flow. of timing yeah it yeah, was yeah, like lack she's of walking into the building she like smiles and then for like three frames later bam opening title suicide squad I was like no that's not right 
why would they cut to Wait, the title? Wait, was this when uh, the guy with the Superman with the shirt? It was the opening yeah, title. The opening title of the movie. He's like, do you remember like when Superman? You know, yeah. used to be like here. It, it didn't flow well. And then everyone, when I when I was watching the movie, everyone in the theater gasped when they saw Harley Quinn dancing with the Joker. She's wearing the Jester outfit, and then she faces the camera and they reenact that famous mm-hmm. Joker and Harley mm-hmm. Quinn poster. Right? Yeah. That was yeah, cool. That was I like that a lot. Yeah, but. They they cut too fast. I think once everyone gasped, they cut to the next scene. I think they should like like leave Kept it that moment. leave it a, yeah keep like, it treasure you know it, treasure show that moment, of, treasure that moment of when they're in love. Was, show yeah. that you know. And I think if they were to do more things like that, people yeah, I think would this, get more attached yeah, to those two thing, characters. Here's the thing about their love: their love is not like general like generic love that you see in movie theaters because. Their love is un is you can't understand that shit. It's weird. You could try she to understand was, it because she was trying to get to him, and she was falling in love with him because she thought that, like, uh, oh, I was uh, I'm I'm basically fixing this guy into a perfect person, so then you know maybe we can get together kind of shit. Next, you know, you find out that he he's basically uh, being a psychiatrist to her kind of shit, bringing her out mm. out of her norm. So then they, I, I I think. Uh, Everything that you're saying sounds awesome, but it just wasn't in the movie. That's what I saw in the movie. That's, that's exactly what <laughs> I, I think, saw. In I, the movie. I think you're saying that from like knowledge that you have of those characters. Yeah, man. Yo, but not from the movie. You know what this right, is right. like? It's like, you know, like premeditated like, knowledge. knowledge. This is a passion of the Christ right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going on. Um, also, I think I think if the, yo if they would have just said, "Hey, fuck it, we're gonna go rated R on this." It would have been a lot better. I, I think. think it, I, th- I, I agree. I think they were constraining too much to try to keep it like. Well, because they friendly. wanted they wanted more younger fans yeah, to watch. Right, right. But look, right. 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 But, but look what happened to Deadpool, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, I agree. But look I agree. what happened to Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Huge box office success, critical acclaim, mm-hmm. and they said, "Fuck it, we're gonna we're just gonna go all out." And make if this movie, I think, if they would have cut yeah, down wait, those boundaries wait, and wait, said, "Yo, we're gonna go all out on this." If you really think about Deadpool, is like a simple movie. You could put out the plot of Deadpool in like, not even a paragraph. You don't because all. And yet, it had better character development because it was only one. Better guy, action. Only one guy. Deadpool is only you one. You have guy. six Suicide people, like five, squad. six people, and you have Slipknot, man. No. Slipknot, oh, oh I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm gonna get into that right now. Um, okay, Killer Croc and Slipknot were horrible. Oh, oh man, I love. Oh my god, but Killer, Killer Croc, Croc had a huge head. Mm. He he had man boobs. Mm. And his arms were scrawny as shit. Yo, cause mm-hmm. he he's not a workout guy, man. He's just yo. He was born deformed. Okay, he was oh born deformed. In every in every depiction of Killer Croc, the guy's like fucking Bane, dude. Yeah, he's supposed mm-hmm. to be Bane. He's supposed to look like Bane-ish. No, 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 no. Yo, he is just, a beast. No, but he, he is, is a like beast. A guy who and then he's like, and then what I thought was funny was that he was like the token black guy of the group. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to be T. Was he supposed to be from New Orleans? What the he fuck? Wanted, he was supposed to be from New Orleans, yeah. He was supposed to be from New Orleans? Okay, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's But he was like the hood guy. He was hood. He was not New Orleans. He, he, didn't, he, he didn't sound Orleans hood, though. He was from New Orleans. He's like, oh, he was he sounded Creole and, yeah, you know, or, 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 that's or New African. Orleans. That's New Orleans. It's Creole. Yeah. No, yeah, but he wasn't saying He wasn't saying no New Orleans. Don't do that shit. Don't do that. He's not saying the words. He's not saying New Orleans words. He was like saying, he's not from the hood. He's not saying, Yo, B, what's going on? <laughs> no, on, but that's what he was doing. He was he saying, was Yo, B. Yeah. He was like, oh, he no, no, no. Well, shit. I yeah. would, um, 
Well, it's like, I feel like <laughs> I Killer Croc could have been more vicious than he was oh, portrayed. Yes. Because this is this is Killer Croc. He killed Robin. I was like, terrified family. of him in like, the TV and show. And in this one, it was just too goofy. Slipknot was a waste okay. of five minutes of the film. But That's, I think they just, they just um, everybody, okay, we all know that Slipknot was just a was it was a plot right mm-hmm. uh what you call it was scapegoat yeah. scapegoat so yeah. basically all i wouldn't was, even consider that a plot point i think was it was just like a he was a mortar man oh we got to throw in slipknot in there I, we don't have any dialect kill him off just, just kill him off in the first no, I've scene seen, that he's in he was just supposed to be i didn't even know he was reason. a bad guy he came out of the car in all this gear i'm like oh he's one of the the, the military the guys right in the no, no, no before that before <laughs> that he gets yeah. out of the car i'm like Oh, he's like dressed well, all military. She sa- oh, he's says, a bad guy. She had a mouth. She had well, because she said something. She's like, uh, "What did she say?" She um, said something like, "Something get your shit out your car or something." No, no, no. She said, um, "Fuck, what is fuck?" And what, what exactly is his specialty? Because he's it's, able to unlock any door. Or something. Unlock any door, and he has um, special like um, it's in his name, spell man. like ropes, and, and his um, it's able to like. So What's he's he's, he's part of this team back. of the worst of the worst of the he can, world. He can Pretty open much, yeah. any door, dude. He can open any, any door. door, and he can. Uh, he can How many lock. doors did he open in the movie? He didn't oh open the car door. <laughs> the car door. Oh my god! Dude, he never got a chance to use his powers. <laughs> you see, once again, we're going back to our knowledge of the comic book rather than the yeah. actual That's film. That's what they said. That's what they said when he was walking out of the car. Okay, but like, no, they didn't. They I, didn't say much about it. No, they didn't say any of that. I wanted. I wanted more. They said more. They said his ability was he can climb anything. That was, oh, okay. that was oh, it. That was it. What was the per- No, they said something about somebody can open up any door. Exactly. Pat. That was him. No. 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 All I heard was he can climb any wall. He can. He can open any door. Anywhere. He can climb any. He can climb no, up. They anything. just said he can climb up anything. That's yeah. all they said. Which yeah. I think he's is a funny repeller. thing that he's, he's part of the repeller. worst of the worst in the world. And his he has special he has special ropes and chains or something like that. They're that group is supposed to be the worst of the worst. I'm more afraid of Edward Snowden than him. Oh. Oh he can climb God. up anything, man. He would climb you, Plus his man. Power. He would climb you, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> he can climb up anything, dude. He has ropes. Whoa. Whoa. Repelling ropes. Repelling ropes. Oh God. <laughs> call Batman. He has like, I will call ropes. Batman. Call the Justice League. We need them. Yo, like, okay, let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. The reason why Suicide Squad was made is because I mean in the comic book is because these were all like B class villains, right? All these villains. Uh, How is the Joker a B class? No, he's not. No, no, but some. He's not. Some. Yeah, but Killer Croc. Uh, what's that? Uh, Harley Quinn. Deadshot, Harley Quinn. All these guys are just like. I would have considered like Deadshot a, a B. Not, but they're not like headliners. These no. are not people who are like, oh, they if they have their own comic book, they're gonna be the shit kind of stuff. Okay. They just throw these guys together and it's like, oh man, it's gonna be cool. So this is like a B class movie that is getting like star status right now. Um, watching this and yo, I enjoyed it, man. The I know that all these dudes are like second rate uh, villains. That uh, even if Batman had to go against them, he'll be like, "Nah, fuck it, I'm just gonna get Robin to do this this fucking uh, <laughs> job for me." Except when it's when it comes down to like even even comes down to like Harley Quinn. But they didn't portray get, them like that in the movie. They per- they were portrayed as the worst of the worst they because did. they're they getting did. that star status. Like they were put on a freaking island. Like that's how bad they Arkham, were. They didn't. Yeah. They weren't put in a regular prison. No. They were secluded from the world. But a guy with ropes. It? it was not only a there. guy with no, the guy ropes. With ropes. The guy if, with ropes if was his, not there. Well, he was brought he there. He was brought there. Was Same brought thing there. with um, what's his name? Shit balls. Who? The uh, fire guy? No. no, boomerang. Um, Jay Courtney, oh, who boomerang. plays. 
fucking forgot about the guy that throws boomerangs. The boomerang. Boomerang knives. He's a jewel thief and everything. That was in the... He was in the animated versions of, you know... Yeah. I... But I mean, I'd, I get it. Like, I'd he was more, the comedy relief. I'd be more afraid of the Native American rather than, you know, the Australian. He was comic relief. He was funny. He was, I was, he was thinking more of a Will Smith character, Deadshot, the comic relief. Yeah. Well, they played off each other. They did play off. Harley was but the relief. Oh, and another thing, the dialogue. Dude, this movie is filled with one-liners. There's no, like, good dialogue. There's no, like... Yeah, you know, no like, for example, in The Dark Knight, in The Dark Knight, what captivated me was when the Joker tells uh, Batman, like, um, no, he tells uh, Harvey Dent in the hospital, like, mm. I'm like a car that, I'm, I'm like a dog that chases cars. Like, I want to know what I would do if I caught one. I just do, do things. Yeah. And right there you realize, holy shit, this guy's a real sociopath. Mm. You don't see that in this movie. It's right. just like, okay. hey, I'm right. the Joker and Batman's here. Oh, he no. Have- oh, okay. it's like, uh, I got two things uh, about Harley that. Quinn says, oh, you pussies and everyone laughs. And I got then two things about it's, that. It's like one-liners. It's... I feel like this is it's a teaser for everything simple. that's what I have to two come. Things about to me, I yeah. Yeah, you said that they uh, they they cut out some of uh, very some, existential some, parts. Yeah, some yeah. footage, right? That's one. And two, how long did it take uh, Christopher Nolan and his brother to write uh, the Joker, the what you call it, the Dark Knight? Mm-hmm. Remember, they they weren't even going to do a part two to the Batman movie. It was just going to be like it was just, just going to be as is. And then they decided, oh, let's make a part two. Took them a long. It took them longer to write it than it did to actually uh, film to film it. With this movie, it took them a lot longer to film it than it did to write it. So there was not like no substance. It, there was no substance put into or heart put into the actual writing of this movie. Which is a bad thing. It's a bad thing, but it's still a good movie compared to. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm not going against you. I'm just going after the, the reviewers who are saying that this movie was like shit. And every time I'm reading a review, and they're they're talking saying like, uh, oh. Um, I don't understand why they put Slipknot in it. I don't understand why they did all this. And it's like, dude, how long have you been reviewing movies and you just don't understand why they put Slipknot in it? He is not a character that you're supposed to like feel for. You're not supposed to feel for him. You're not supposed to think anything of him. He is a plot device, meaning like he's supposed to show that, yeah, uh, what's that chick's name? Uh, Amanda Waller. Oh, no, Amanda no. Waller means fucking business. If you do that shit, you will die yeah, if you try to well, run away. Like how Harley Quinn for. tried to run away and she had no hesitation to kill Harley Quinn. Yeah, and right. Deadshot's like, oh, shit, I missed. I missed. I'm sorry. Yo, Amanda, yo the fact She's that she, like, she killed all those FBI agents. Oh my God, that was, that's when I realized. Oh, yeah, no, that, yeah. was yeah. Was that was badass. Yeah. Yeah. That was badass. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yep. <laughs> she, she was heavy too. Like, she was just yo, like, she's <laughs> a bad guy. That's what I was yeah. like, yo, she's a bad guy. Yeah, that's what I thought. You're bad. She's a bad guy in the movie. To be honest, I mean, it's just... It was just a lot of oh shit moments. And movie. last but not least, I didn't like the soundtrack. You didn't like the soundtrack? Like soundtrack. Blasphemy. I think, okay, Blasphemy. now, that doesn't mean I don't like those songs. I <laughs> love those songs. <laughs> However, I think, okay, have you guys seen the movie Dope? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes I like that. Did that, that movie have a dope soundtrack? Yes, it yeah. did. Dope. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's placement. No, because because <laughs> no, no, no. those songs, no, 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 no. those <laughs> songs have something to do with the story. And the age. It's the, it's the nineties. The kids are into nineties hip hop. Like okay. there's a reason. I'm I'm all about like there has to be a reason for everything. Uh-huh. There was a reason for that music. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, awesome soundtrack. There was a reason for those songs because those are the songs that they listen to. Eminem's uh, The Real Slim Shady while they're changing and getting their guns ready. What was the point of that? It was nostalgia, man. And on top of that, everybody likes it. It's for numbers, man. 
It's I, I felt <laughs> like it was just thrown in there. Like, you know, okay, I, you know, we're, we're trying to uh, sell this to a younger audience. Just I throw mean, Eminem in there. Throw uh, Queen in there. Throw Chris, you got it, like, there say, wasn't bro. a reason okay. for I, any of that. I feel okay. like that. Oh, Chris, man, <laughs> dude, don't yeah. wait, man. Just throw, just talk. <laughs> I'm letting you vet. I'm letting you vet. Oh, no, I'm, I think I'm, I'm not taking not. my mental notes. So I, I feel like that they portrayed in the trailers, like as many trailers as they had, they did the placement for the soundtrack very well. I felt like there was some other, there was a couple songs that shouldn't been in there or if it was placement as Skinner says uh, <laughs> yeah, so Mr. Skins when they threw him a name I was like oh, okay Mr. Skinner I call him Mr. Daniel Skins? Ah. Mr. Skins <laughs> Chris Chris has been sitting here just like just like a kung fu master <laughs> like just waiting for the perfect moment to strike and he's gonna strike oh yeah Chris is striking I will say um, Kevin when you seems like you're almost you think that the movie owes the audience more than the fans on how they made this movie okay i mean like you look at the girl with the dragon tattoo if you look at the swedish version mm-hmm. they even refer to things that aren't in that movie but are in the book yeah right and yet in the american version that fincher did they had to grab the audience's hand the entire time they're both brilliant in their own way and if there weren't for the fans, then if they were to randomly come up with a Suicide Squad movie that no one really knew, then would anyone watch it? So there, you have to appeal to the fans. So I don't think you need to hold the audience's hand throughout every little plot hole or every minute like that. I think you need to make it great so that way, make it great so that way it takes, like Pat was saying, that you, you the fans make sure that, hey, I'm going to go get the comic today. I'm going to go to Tate's. Uh, I'm going to go to... Get a go get a comic and actually understand the characters. I, I agree because it's like a, at this point, it's like make a badass movie so that way it draws the fans to you instead mm-hmm. of because you see, the, from what I, it looks like, the majority of the fans kind of like this movie, and it's the critics who aren't fans, they don't because they, they're used to having their hands being pulled. Because and that's kind of what American movies are these days. That's kind of the state of Hollywood in general. I just hate that, like, you can see any twist coming a mile away. I can watch any movie. Like any movie, and know exactly how it's going to end within the first five like minutes of its starts. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're saying Night Shyamalan. Night No, I believe the. Yeah, I agree with Chris 100%. It also, it's. Um, Hollywood movies are like running out of accuracies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if the movie's not accurate to whatever they're trying to like portray or follow, like, you know, a lot of people that has not had like the chance to read the book or uh, to get informed about the true story they're not gonna know and they're gonna just totally go straight like oh this movie sucks you know what i'm saying that's that's what i think and kevin dissected the editing a little bit and i didn't really have a problem too much (laughs) with it is you know it's do you have to follow all these rules no like i've i've been reading a bit about breaking composition like how a lot of people are not really following the rule of thirds, so you don't like. Do you have to follow the pacing of the film? And I admit, like that shot with uh, Harley Quinn and Joker, I admit I would have held on that a little bit longer. But it could have been Hollywood. They're saying, okay, the studio, we need this movie shorter, so cut out an extra second here, an extra second yeah. there. In addition to the ten minutes that they cut out of Jared Leto, and who knows, God, who I mean, knows what, what of everything things? else. Yeah. yeah. So, and. So I can't even really properly judge this movie until I see an extended cut. Like I held my opinion on Batman vs Superman because ever mm-hmm. since Watchmen and Sucker mm-hmm. Punch, I kind of oh, ref- yeah. I refuse to judge a Zack Snyder movie until I see his extended cut. Yeah. 
and sure this wasn't a Zack Snyder film, but it's you can tell that they cut out a lot and sure this why the pacing may have seemed off and why it was missing things and why it may seem like they weren't appealing to the fans as much because of how they were cutting but, things. But, but but does that mean that you can't say that Batman versus Superman was bad, the original theatrical version? One of the reasons was because of editing. I was disappointed. I, uh, I did I, I didn't tell anybody it was bad. But is it fair to say that though? After after knowing that there was so much cut out, no. that the editing made I it bad. Yeah, fair. yes and no. Well, I'm I'm editing a feature length film. I shot it, and it's interesting just the, the going back and forth with what you're cutting and why, and even how it boils down to well, we spent like X amount of dollars on this one scene, and we're cutting it. Very, I mean, it's, very true. It, it's it's when you experience that firsthand. It it it's just hard to talk about. It's I, I see why they do it, but. It could even be a very emotional scene that you're cutting, and the reasons may not make sense, but you have to do it because, in the end, it boils down to the studio. Because okay, they're putting the money, and that's a whole another podcast in itself, the whole mm-hmm. insane studio system. One of the things is like, why are you gonna cut so many things out of the movie because you need it shorter? Like, okay, look well, at the, look at the Hobbit. People complain about Batman vs Superman yeah. for being too long. Even the theatrical cut was like two and a half hours long. But look at look, look at the Lord of the Rings and shit. Like, you know, they're three hour long movies. Four hours. And, four hours. Like, yeah, four it hours. Was four and, hours. Okay, and, and and you know, I mean, there's a lot of characters on that too, mm-hmm. and they all have the little backstory and everything. So why couldn't they just put all the shit that you cut out of the movie back into this one and just let it flow? It's People was studio, willing to pay price to go see a shitty movie or a good movie. But I think, they I, see I think they it's want. because the fans are willing to see it, but not everyone is not willing everyone, to see yeah. that. And the studio always... you got to remember, all these executives think about numbers. I know. I know. They, that's yeah. all they focus on. So it's like, okay, you have option A, just sell this to the fans, or option B, sell this to the fans and everyone else, and you're going to make three times this, the amount of money. This is the bittersweet uh, thing about... Film. Like geekdom becoming popular now. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, remember, like yeah, when we were in high I, schools and yeah. shit. Remember when we were in high schools and shit. Like if you were into comic books or skateboarding or anything that was like uh, shit. If you were any any into Gaming? anything that was like uh, I want to say anal. If you were into <laughs> anything, if you were into anything that was like that was seem like it was whitewashed or anything that was seem like it was geek or nerdy in high school, dude, you were shunned from everybody. Yeah. But now, if you're into all that shit. You're like you're in the cool. You're in the cool click. I'm you're so happy cool now. Shit. Like I've never. Yeah. I'm really now. I'm like yes, I can be myself. Yeah, you We're can be a nerd and shit. You can wear fucking funny shirts. I don't and stuff have to like be. That. I don't have the girls to pull my hair. You know, there's like comic book stories like sprouting every corner. Now. Yeah. yeah. There's a new one that just opened like right here. Like you see, thirty you see? seconds. That's away from the. Here. That's oh. the. And the negative to that is that uh, since all these superhero movies and all that stuff are not popular now, and everybody can watch it, people who are not into comic books who have never heard of Batman or some shit like that they're gonna watch it and they're gonna say oh I don't like it say why don't you like it oh no it's just unrealistic fuck you guy yeah watch Marvel stuff then it doesn't make any sense (laughs) to me for people who watch like movies like that and they say oh no it's just not realistic it's not me what do you mean it's not you Said, then why would you even watch that movie? Won't you go watch something else or something that's more you? He's like, I'll watch Grey Ghost. Your okay. opinion, your, since Grey the internet, Ghost? your opinion oh. matters now. You know what I mean? Your opinion matters, and now since you're probably gonna go on uh, a fucking website and just start spewing out, oh, I don't like it because uh, I don't understand why Batman couldn't uh, grapple uh, on top of a building and with the G force not be able to kill himself. It doesn't make any sense. Say, dude, you putting too much thought into this. Technicalities. It's a movie. 
<laughs> based off of a comic book that somebody created. Can you understand that? <laughs> so I'm saying that yo, this is the passion of the Christ, man. If you if you've never read a com- if you never read a Bible before or never went to church and you was to watch the Passion of the Christ, you you'll think like, God damn, what the fuck did this guy do? <laughs> I, 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 can, I can I can tell you one thing. I can tell you one thing. A lot of people has read the Bible and a lot of people that went actually to see the Passion of the Christ mm-hmm. walked out because they couldn't take so much shit. But I, you know what, like. I think probably that's like the least they did to Jesus in that movie compared to what they probably did in real life. Yeah, yo, it's if like, there's such it's, a thing, it's, I don't know, man. That's just my thoughts. <laughs> nah. All right, well, that was probably I think our longest movie review we were that ever was. done. That um, was. No, it was people. good. It was good. We're just passionate really fans venting. We are. We're, we're, at, uh, we're, we're at fifty. We're at forty-two minutes. It's all right. I think we're gonna have to split this up into two episodes when we yeah. post it online. This is nice, but it's all right, man. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, good. Go good, healthy. <laughs> no, nah, we're gonna go through Clean everything. Clean family fun. Um, I don't know about so crime. let us know what you guys think um, about mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. Yes. You can post it on our Facebook or SoundCloud page. Email um, us or email do us. Do whatever. Tweet us. <laughs> Tweet Instagram. But if you're not uh, one of these, if you're not a fan, it. don't even bother. Please don't. Don't don't. Just bother. don't be like the Rotten Tomatoes guys. And <laughs> don't don't be that guy. That just like like guy. Join my team. Yeah. Don't yeah. be a sheeple. Join if, my if, team. If don't you're be gonna a start sheep. off your message with, <laughs> you know what I think. Just don't. <laughs> don't think. Don't watch the movie. Right. Give us your review. Um, don't be like, oh, I don't like it because uh, trust me, we read, we read those reviews by now. All right, <laughs> um, Slipknot sucks, and we're going into oh my God. <laughs> ropes, guys, ropes. And what, the movie rope. All right, we're gonna get into Take our it. throwback uh, flicks Ken. of the week. Um, <laughs> let's start with uh, Daniel here. Daniel, what's your throwback that you want to talk about that you think is awesome and everyone well, should watch? My, my, my throwback was, okay, now they're coming out with a Ben-Hur movie. Mm, okay, yeah, back in the are. day, I watched that movie. Like, they used to show it on, uh, what was it, Holy Week? Uh, Easter, what did I say, Easter Week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easter yeah, week. yeah, when it's like, you know, all yeah. the, the religious week, whatever. Easter weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah. always play the so, Ten Commandments. So they yeah. would think the Ten, yeah, exactly. Okay, Ben-Hur was one of those stories in, in there. And I remember, like, how um, back then, like, you know, all these productions were, like, really huge. And, like, instead of, like, now, like, you can develop characters made on 3D and fill up spaces. These were productions that were, like, you know, they required a lot of people. And, uh, you know, so every character, like, you know, had, and they were also very long movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, characters, like, you know, they had, like, you know, their plot and their lines and everything. And, but Ben-Hur was one of, like, one of the greats like the the scenery like the 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 locations where they were filmed and uh now it's like i'm really looking forward to the new one just to see like how it compares to like the the old one because that's what i like to do i like to watch the 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 older first and then Mm -hmm. compare it to the new one to me, uh, that's the throwback. It's like, okay. you know. Yeah, one sec. Uh, which Ben-Hur are you referring to? Are you talking about Charl- the Charlton Heston, Heston version or yeah. like the 30s version? Ooh, uh, well, I like the Charlton Heston version. I think everybody does. So. Yeah. Majority. Major- okay. Well, I mean, the, 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 the 30s version is... I've never seen any other one. I'm not surprised, Pat. <laughs> the, 30, the 30s version is also just, just as good, but uh, it, it's black and white, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's wrong with black and white? It's, no, no, my, no, it's no. my throwback film no, and no, my no, war film. No, no, but, uh, <laughs> and it's a war film, too. But, uh, it's not that it's bad black and white because that's what they all had at the time, but mm-hmm. you know what? I think, but still, the same production development is like, you know, required a lot of people, a lot of extras, mm-hmm. and it was very realistic 
to be like you know from those times like how they strive to make everything look so great yeah with like the vfx yeah. i'm a vfx the... artist so i mean like i usually watch the movies now for like that if, if there's something that i cannot yeah, comprehend ruined. i just want to see like if i can do it yeah he ruins movies for me yeah. i think that's what uh <laughs> <He> really does <laughs> south korea is doing right now with their movies they're throwing a lot of bodies at uh at movies they're not even really sp uh going with special effects like uh, what movie did I see that they threw a lot of bodies at? The Young and the Dead. Oh. What's that Western movie that they they made in Korea? Oh, uh, I know which one you're talking about. The Good, about. the Bad, and the Weird. Yes, oh. yeah. that movie. And uh, they just threw a lot of just extras, a lot of uh, well, they camera people, operators. Man. They just got bodies. <laughs> they, got they, got, they got people, and they got the government funding yeah, their movies. Yeah, so yeah. I totally forgot about that. They got you the know. government funding their movies. So I mean, maybe we gotta go lot. to South Korea. They maybe can do gotta, a lot with those budgets. Yeah, maybe we can go over there, start making some of these. Well, American look at India. India has also people. In yeah, it, you know, they just throw bodies at them. You, if you don't got the technology, just throw bodies at it. That's probably Delgado. That's still got him. He's a he's a, a loud knocker, yo. He's a loud knocker. He's like the police. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. It's like a All right. Pointy knock, though. I know that everybody's hearing this dog and everything. All right, next. Me. Your um, movie. Damn, I don't really want to change mine because I just remembered one. Okay. Mm. Uh, Go ahead. You You're can not change allowed it. to. Oh, too, too hey. bad. <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to curse. Um, okay, good. Motherfucker. Okay. Um, I'd say my good one. Oh, it's Amazon. Psych. It's just the Legos we were missing from the Lego shoot. <laughs> okay. Um my favorite movie this is my favorite movie and it's a good throwback movie i recommend it for um any supernatural fans uh my all-time favorite movie is bram stoker's dracula oh, okay. and it has did you read to the book yes i did read the book it's so close to the book it is it's that's why i loved awesome. it oh my god it makes me moist <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> Dracula tonight, baby. Anyways, no, 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 because it's like uh, everyone's always, you know, you now ever, you know, the scene. The scene now is superheroes and everything. The scene before that was vamp was zombies, and then before that was vampires. Vampires. Okay, none of this Twilight bull fucking shit. Okay, yeah, those are not vampires. Those are not vampires. Those are just weird people. Okay, they're like probably vampires. Vampires. They have glitter. <laughs> they have glitter. Yeah. They have glitter. They sparkle. It's vampires. Like how Slipknot it has ropes. Oh my god! Man, fabulous. <laughs> um, I loved Bram Stoker. It's it's one of my all time favorites, and it's actually my nickname Nina. So it's actually near near my heart. So it, like it, that's what I liked about Dracula's Untold. That it kind of was. It's a little bit. I know everyone's gonna hate. It's okay. You can what hate you all you want. Well, Dracula's Untold. You know the the one that. Wait, just, is that your throwback? Dracula no, no, Untold? no. I'm talking about Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, How it was Dracula. like okay. it was. It's close to it. It's like you know. They're trying to be like it so because they don't want to fuck anything up. Because you know how many how many Dracula movies have you seen? Like so many, Ooh. so many. <laughs> so. The thing they get wrong is uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula is not a horror film. It's not a vampire film. Mm -mm. It's a gothic romance film. It is. It's like a Crimson wonderful Peak. love story. And when Hollywood tries to, and it's just like what they did with Crimson Peak, they marketed it wrong. Mm -hmm. They marketed it as a horror film, and yet everyone went there disappointed because they're expecting that, and it wasn't. I mean, it's mm -hmm. a, it's a genre which sadly they don't do anymore. It's my favorite love story. It, 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 it told his love story. And it's, it's a beautiful story. That's what they did with Drive. Has, yeah. has anybody ever <laughs> seen like uh, how a Dracula movie, like how he became Dracula yeah. or something like that? Like you know. Oh, that was Dracula 2000. No. Right, right, right. Uh, they, I mean, they, they show that, man. Dracula 2000 yeah. was the one with Gerard Butler. Gerard. Yeah. That one. Yeah. 
that's right that oh, was, that's, but yeah at the end of the day you realize like oh my god it's judas the one that betrayed <laughs> jesus he is a vampire like what really yeah because remember judas <laughs> sold Wait, jesus for what 30 pieces of silver he's talking about Dra dracula 2000 with oh, gerard butler okay. yeah and yeah. then like you know this is why he hates silver because oh. he betrayed jesus with silver and then like you know uh, oh, something about oh holy yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> did I just blow my? Did, did I just yeah. blow the mind of people? Your mind just get blown away. <laughs> I never. <laughs> you know what? You gotta re watch that now. I never I'm gonna that. go watch it. In October, we gotta it. talk nothing but like horror shit. Oh, oh yeah, god, the I whole month of October. We're I doing cannot wait for October. Well, I didn't straight know you guys horror. didn't know the real, the original Dracula was Judas. Okay. My bad. What the fuck? All right. Next. So Bram Stoker's Dracula, Schubert, what's your throwback? Uh, I put uh, the Shaka Zulu movie. I think it's called Shaka Zulu. That's the official title. But it was like, it's not a movie. It's a miniseries. Oh, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's 10 episodes, an hour each. Uh -huh. So I saw uh -huh. it on Netflix recently. But when I was a kid, I saw it on TV. <laughs> yeah, I saw it on TV, too. Uh, it's it's Technicolor, I think. It's not black and white. But it's not <laughs> color like we have now. In Technicolor. But it, it's, you know what I mean? So it's like an old coloring. And um, it was along with the Tarzan yeah, movies, Tarzan. the Tarzan oh God, series. I love, yeah, I love Tarzan. but that's another movie too where they use a lot of bodies. I mean, there's a scene mm -hmm. where they're showing the whole camp. There must have been like five thousand people on just to show that how big the, the camp was. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't, I don't know how realistic that is because I, I have no reference to what it's like in Africa or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I watched this movie and I'm watching the the way they dressed, and I honestly thought like these could be how I mean, because there's barely Native American movies, but there's so many similarities. I'm like, this is primitive. And then also recently, I watched something about uh, the Pit people. Some movie Centurion, and oh, it was about the, the British. Whatever. Oh yeah, I saw that. And I realized there's a lot of Native anything, whether it's Native American or the, the people, tribal people Native in Africa, Viking indigenous, or, yeah, personnel. indigenous, <laughs> and they all kind of have the same Aborigine. kind of feel. Like they all wore those kind of clothes, painted their faces. The hair was done weird to express themselves. Earrings, nose rings, uh, all those things. I agree. I, I like. That. I love those type of movies. Love I mean, it. I'm I'm half Native American too, so it's like when I look back at that and the dress, and you know, I'm, I'm in fashion design, so and I'm a nerd. Schubert, what people? What did you love most about um, that series? Um, I, I, they're, just, they're saying it's based on truth, but I think it was just. I, I mean, I guess the guy who wrote the the book. And then they made the movie off the book. I guess he was there, and then he wrote it off his experiences there. It was like a, a journal, mm -hmm. so he yeah. got to meet Shaka and everything. Did you like rent this, or like how, how are you watching it? I saw it on Netflix. Oh, it's on and Netflix this is now. Last okay. week, Netflix and chill. Yeah, cool. yeah. But uh, what chill. was awesome about <laughs> it is uh, you know when you're a kid, you're watching, you're just watching it because you're like, oh wow, I never saw this before. Whatever this concept people you know running around in africa yeah and besides um, they used to uh, also uh, like remember the animal battles and shit like they used yeah. to like fight with like tigers and shit like they yeah. you know they, this was no cgi actual. tiger they had a trainer in there yeah. like you know like gladiator when they got an yes. actual tiger yeah, right. I remember that from tarzan real from, stuff. Tar from, from, like from the tarzan movies yeah, like yeah. the old tarzan oh, oh my yeah. god Some real animals in there I, I, I really like all that oh it's a lot of quality and, and uh what do you call it the, you know the set background the sets and the sets? uh you know, production value. Okay. Yeah. Real production value. Yeah. Well, it's it was, amazing. It was back then. I mean, you kind of, you kind of have to 
think of what they only had compared yeah. to now we have so much i feel like we're taking we're taking a lot for granted yeah you know, like i mean you look at you know all these like speaking of like the new tarzan or any other movie that has like cgi animals you know of mm-hmm. like 10,000 bc uh life of pi and they're like that's all cgi you know, or even Game of Thrones and everything. It's like, oh, can you please awesome. get a real dragon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not asking <laughs> too much. <laughs> I agree. Awesome. At first, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait, uh, wait don't, don't you have to walk like five miles to hatch a dragon or something? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Well, actually, it's 10K now. It's kilometers, guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Chris, what's your throwback? Well, keeping in light of my uh, Capra throwback last time, I'm doing another okay, Frank Capra go. film. Here we go. So you can't take it with you. <laughs> so take, nine, it, take it where? You can't take it with you. Yeah. Well, what's the movie about? Uh, it is, a, it also has Jimmy Stewart in it, and Gene Arthur, and Lionel Barry, just, just like Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Um, it's this uh, rich kid, like very young kid, uh, it was, um, who kind of falls in love with his uh, secretary. Yes. And he... Wants to well, I saw that uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> well, <laughs> m- minus all the BDSM and all that. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Remember, remember, this that is this is 1938. I don't think it would have survived the centuries. Is without the leather. Le- like without the leather. Yeah. Without <laughs> that yeah, wasn't there even was no his leather. secretary though. <laughs> but uh, so the thing is, like uh, Jimmy Stewart's character is like he's a rich vo- vice president. His father is a very powerful man putting together this deal to bu- build a big factory. However. They can't build the factory until they buy all the properties in this area. And the properties have happened to be, like, everyone has sold their property with the exception of this one house, which is owned by his, his uh, secretary's father, mm. who turns out to be a total crazy guy. And so, like, Jimmy Stewart doesn't really know this at the time, and he wants his parents to be introduced to her family. So it's kind of like a they'd approve of him wanting to marry her. And just everything goes wrong, and it's it's a comedy film, and it shows that a comedy can win Best Picture because it got Best Picture in 1938. Wow. Really, an Oscar? Yeah, and, uh, and best up. and best director. Why <laughs> brings that shit up? I never like when you up. say comedy, we're saying like jokes. <laughs> 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 it's, it's think of like an old school humor where like it's, no, not, it's, it's not only jokes, but it's like it's situations like uh, just yeah. thing, situational thing, comedy. Yeah, like things like go wrong. Okay. You know, like like I said, like th- this family is crazy, and yet, um, like th- there's random people that live in this house because there's uh, they're they're kind of um, they're drawn to her father, the type of person he is, and so there's this guy um, in the basement who builds fireworks, and they go off as the police are arresting uh, her her um, future brother, no, her brother-in-law because he's passing out communist flyers like go to a rally, and yet everything goes wrong, like the. They all go to jail, and it's it's just a situational comedy, something that you don't see anymore because now it's all vulgar. <laughs> yeah, and, like, uh, like, there's very, and there's very little jokes that are to- all told in the trailers, but here the whole film was right. pretty funny. It's all told in trailers. Like slipping into a banana peel and falling with your dick <laughs> open into somebody's ass, like oh, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it just happened. It's complete Saturday night. I don't know. It's <laughs> regular Saturday night. I slipped. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> uh, Pat, um, what's your throwback? My, movie, my, my throwback is um, Boiler Room. Came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars... It got a couple of stars in there. Uh, it was my introduction to uh, 
Vin uh, Diesel, if everybody <laughs> Diesel? doesn't really know him. Love him. Um, so, uh, Saving Private Ryan wasn't. Nah, this came out before Saving no. Private Ryan. No, no. Really? Saving Private Ryan is like 96, no, 98. Saving Private Ryan is it's much earlier, yeah. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan is earlier, but he didn't have like the big role. He had a he good died in the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, That's all you need to know. He died in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, this is the first time. This is when I knew that Vin Diesel was a... After this movie, I found out that he was like a chameleon because... This guy, I really don't know. I can't really... I don't know what kind of race he is, really. But I think he was supposed to be a white guy in this movie. Or some type of Italian. No, he was Italian, yeah. He was an Italian Because guy? he and... Uh, there's there's two characters, him and another guy. And they, they, they tell mm-hmm. racist jokes to each other. Oh, yeah. Like, the guy makes fun of him for being Italian. And then he makes fun of the other guy for being Jewish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, what you call it? Uh, I picked that movie because um, pretty much... Uh, it was the first time I've ever seen a movie that... Uh, had nothing but white guys in it. 1998. 1998. That's when uh, Saving Private Ryan came out. Yeah. It was a whole bunch. It was a cast of white people, but they had hip hop music in that whole fucking soundtrack. Yeah. I'm talking about they had DJ Premier. They had Ghostface. Yeah. Uh, what else did they had? They had Notorious B.I.G. on it. I was mm. like, when I remember seeing that movie, I'm like, what is this? That shit was just like parallels. It's like uh, it's like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. It was, it was playing off sweet and salty, and I'm like, "Yo, this shit is fucking fire!" And um, the ending of the movie was classic. Uh, you just see the guy just walks away out of the building, then you just see FBI agents just run in, and I was like, "Yeah, this is cool." It was a. Uh, but have you seen the the alternate ending of that movie? Nah. Oh, you gotta see the alternate uh, ending. What happened? Uh, well, big ass spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the film, but. To generally, like, just to briefly, like, sun- summarize the movie, um, Giovanni Ribisi stars in that mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Um, he has a father who's a judge and is, like, always disappointed in him. Um, so to, like, make up to his dad, he decides to, like, get, like, a real job instead of doing the illegal gambling that he yeah. does from inside of his house. He joins uh, this uh, stock firm, but finds out that they're just, like, a chop shop. Like, they're selling, like, yeah. bullshit stock to people. So he's like, fuck. I was just trying to like impress my dad. Now I'm part of this like illegal operation. So he, um, at, before he finds out he's part of this like illegal stock firm, um, he sells like this a bunch of bullshit stock to this guy, and that guy ended up spending all of his savings yeah. and ends up going broke. And his wife leaves him. His uh, she takes the kids, and at the end of the movie of the alternate ending. Um, when he's walking out the building, you see like the FBI swarming and arresting all the the stock guys. The um, I don't know what they're called. Um, the brokers. The brokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the main character is exiting the building, and he actually bumps into that guy that he just oh, yeah, sold that. a whole bunch of like bullshit stock to, and that guy was going to enter the building to kill him. He was going to look for him and like shoot him. Like he was entering the building with like a gun on him. That was like a. I think if they would have kept that ending, I think that would have been way more powerful than just him I leaving like the building. The one, because you end up finding out that uh, he ends up giving the guy his money back. Oh, true. By true. Vin Diesel, <laughs> and uh, Vin Diesel finds out that oh, they got FBI agents coming in. So he does some, tries to do some shit like get his money or something out quick, and I don't know something happened. I haven't seen it in like uh, four or five years, but. It's a throwback for me. I gotta, I gotta revisit that movie. Good pick. Good uh, my throwback pick is a documentary. It's actually my favorite documentary called Scratch. 
Uh, for those who haven't seen it, uh, this movie came out in 2001, uh, won numerous awards, um, directed by Doug Prey, and it's basically the history of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people think hip hop started with like Run DMC and all this stuff. No. They're totally misinformed. This documentary actually shows you literally the guy who created hip hop. Like this is the guy who actually created the scratch sound, the wiki 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 wiki, and you find out that he actually created it accidentally. They show in the documentary that he was learning how to mix songs, and his mom walked into the room to yell at him, like to tell him to like turn down the volume, and he slowed the record down with his hand, which created like a near sound. How was that? And then he was like, "Wait, let me try that back." And then he brought it back, and then just kept playing around with it, and then that's how like the scratch sound came about, and then that's when they started introducing like funk and mixing it with disco and then soul and then it was all about the djs djs actually created hip-hop hip-hop. and not the mcs and that's what this movie focuses on that was that was a Uh, good time (laughs) yeah and and, um a lot of people thought you know this all this stuff created was um was created in the 80s they reveal like no it was actually created in the 70s they interview over 50 pioneers of hip-hop from Grand Wizard Theodore, Mixmaster Mike from the Beastie Boys, mm. DJ Premier, DJ Z Trip, Africa Bambada. Africa. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Really good documentary. And it's just straight up hip hop music from beginning to end. I recommend it to anybody that likes hip hop. Yeah, um, all right, so that's our throwback. Throwback flicks of the week. Uh, we're going to get into movie news. Pat, did you want to go over anything? Yeah. You had a story with uh, Kevin Smith. I had a story about Kevin Smith. Uh, apparently, he had, a, he had a screening earlier this week for a movie that he uh, he has coming out. And someone in the crowd, after watching the movie, you know how they do the uh, Q&A, mm-hmm. uh, just got up and just said, this movie sucked. Like, just yelled it out <gasps> at him. Oh like, God. this movie sucked and everything. And, uh, you know, people were, like, laughing. Some people were, like, gasping and stuff like that. And... Kevin uh, Kevin Smith got on the mic and just said that um, he said listen he said I make movies he said I make the movie that I want to make uh, doesn't matter what you think or anything he said every time I do it I do something that I know that I'm proud of and if you're gonna feel that way how much did you pay you pay like forty bucks here's your forty dollars he says if it's if if forty dollars is gonna make you sleep uh, like good at night. Here's your $40, which I would never have done. I would just left no. it at that, the whole thing about, well, you know what? You can go fuck yourself, man. If you don't <laughs> like this movie, won't you do it kind of stuff. But, I mean, Kevin, Jane, uh, Kevin Smith is more of a... I mean, he's, he's a, a straight, He's yeah. a straightforward type of guy. Yeah. I love Smith. And, I, and, you know, I've seen... I've gone to screenings and seen bad movies, and I've never gotten up to the point that... I've never gotten so mad at a movie that I'm like, yo, this fucking movie sucks. But do you think he did, he said that specifically because Kevin Smith was there? Yeah, no, yeah. Kevin Smith. It, yeah. it was gonna be a Q and A and everything at the end of the movie. Yeah. He said it. I know. You know that's the that's the culture that we live in. Just like how you guys were talking about the movies that are coming out that everybody try to be uh, vulgar and shit like that. Mm-hmm. He thought that he could just get a laugh just by hurting somebody else's feelings. I never understood that about society. Like, yeah. oh, I could make other people laugh by hurting somebody else's feelings, but if that's the way that you gotta do it, it's like. Go ahead, man. You do you. What's that say about you? There has been a movie I wanted to watch. I I didn't. I didn't because I think I was with you. There was that 
was it not Zoro. It's the Tanto and and then uh, oh shit. Um, the the Lone Ra- Ra- uh, Ra- Ranger. Ranger, the Lone yeah, Ranger. We saw a sneak preview of that movie. <laughs> Yeah, well, you were there too, right? Yeah, I could not. We all saw a sneak preview mm. of that movie. The advanced yeah, screening, yeah, no, no, I, was I'd bad. say like I'm, I'm a big movie fanatic, and uh-huh. I never, I go to movies like all my life, and I've never walked out of a movie except one, and that, that had to be Will Ferrell's Semi Pro. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I fucking hated that. Wait, movie. That's the basketball movie. That's, yeah. the, that's the basketball movie. Yeah, that's the basketball that's, movie. That was not that good. It the was. I, horrible. Well, it I was. It was. House. I was in like the <laughs> <laughs> first twenty minutes of it, and then me and my dad were just like. I'm done. Let's go. I've yeah, never walked out of a movie movie. at really? all. And never. I, if it sucked, then I'm like, okay, let me just, I'm going to watch it. Maybe. Now, if there's entertainment value in it, I could watch it now and laugh, <laughs> but that's not worth paying no money in the no. theater. I, I walked out of Alexander the Great. Oh, oh, that was bad, too. It was mm-hmm. just, I was like, okay. I they, okay, I, I, I wanted the, to, okay. What's guy's the, name? Uh, Colin uh, Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. I, Farrell I hate him so much. You know what? I, I, I didn't see in the movie theaters, but the thing that got me the most was uh, oh, what's that girl's name? Uh, Angelina Jolie, no, or no. or the other girl um, who played in uh, Rent Dawson? and the, the, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Yes. Yeah, her accent. That's the shit that got me out of it. When she said, <laughs> "Do you love him?" I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm out." <laughs> like I had to check out of that movie just because. Uh, that. That when she like, said that, I was like, "Yeah, I'm out." That was the most awkward. <laughs> that was Do the you most- love him? <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, was she supposed to be? You know so what? I'm like, not even gonna say because it's, it's gonna get racist up in here. But what she's supposed to? I think she's supposed to be African, be. right? I thought you were gonna say she's supposed to be down, but I was like, no, no. she's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. No, I don't know. Was she African or Indian? <laughs> no, I think she was supposed to be. No, that was his African wife, right? Yes, that was. Yeah, that was his African wife. Angelina right? Jolie was his mom. Yeah. That was I was, saw. I, I think I could only get small. up to like half of the I movie. Know, right? I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it like, I saw in my it. living room, and I, I, I only did. saw half of it. And then I changed the channel. No, that was the most awkward movie to yeah. like to see because I was with my dad, that movie and it was terrible. So we started watching, and then all of a sudden, that naked like gay scene happened, and we were just looking at each other like, uh, um, "Do you? Should we continue?" It's weird. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I even had. I even, they even gave me my money back. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, I Lucky didn't know you. that he, you know, Alexander the Great might have been gay, and there's nothing wrong with that. I have to disclaim. No, this. no, no. However, no. I wasn't expecting that. That's not the part. He was history. a conqueror, dude. That's why. Yeah. I, that's what. That's what I in the history books. That's how my my teacher explained it to me. Like uh, I remember in his uh, in history class, they were talking about him, and then one dude yelled out, "He was gay." <laughs> and then my teacher said, "He was a conqueror. He conquered." Anything, <laughs> even, even, even the enemy's assholes. Yeah, Cox included. I don't know. I didn't know that, so I was thrown off when I saw the movie, and it didn't bother me. It's just I just thought, wait, are they making this up for Hollywood's sake? It's, it was unexpected. I have to. Yeah, agree. like you know, if I knew that that was his history, I would have just been like, oh, that's part of the movie. It's great. It's part of documented history. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they made that up for the movie. I don't know. I really don't know uh, who he was. I mean, do what you got to do. I don't know how that was relevant to <laughs> him story? being a conqueror. Yeah, you know, I don't care about his love life. You know, if you showed a scene that him making love to his wife at one point, that's fine. But to throw that in is like you're kind of changing who, whoever his narrative. He is. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it did. I feel like it was feel random. Like it didn't yeah. make sense. It was just like what? It was just okay. it was just trying to show shock value. I think they added. That. I think that was an added narrative. To, that's yeah. an added story to a narrative of a yeah. character. The only thing that was ever good about that movie is when the elephants. Stomp people out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because like, I never cool. thought in my life to use elephants as a resource of military tactics. Well, like, that, that was, was like, strange. Oh, wow. That was like a 10,000 BC 
when at the end, mm-hmm. at the end of the scene, where all those elephants kind of turn. How do you kill a fucking elephant? In woolly mammoths. Woolly oh, mammoth. I'm so sorry. Woolly mammoths. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but that's sorry. that's unique. You know, that's a good form of uh, whatever Damn military it. strategy. <laughs> and so when I saw that, I was like, okay. The, the commercial was like, this could be a good movie. And then you watch the movie, and it's, it's nothing it's like, like it. Yeah, nobody liked it. That that was like right on the cusp of uh, Troy. That movie <gasps> came out right around that yeah, time. Right. Yeah, Troy, Troy was better. And then the thing, the other thing that sucked about it, Angela Jolie, that concept, and then him and his father and his mother, like they almost made it seem like she was in love with him. Mm-hmm. So then, the, so at, what's that name in that? Uh, I don't know. What's the name of that? Thing? It was weird. It was, oh. there was so much Sigmund Freud weird sex. Yeah. In love with your mom, kind of shit. Yeah, because he was either in love with his mother, in love with his wife, in love with other, you know, other generals. Uh huh. And it didn't make. They weren't saying what they weren't doing was saying who he really was. They were saying what they thought of him. So he just wanted a straight up war movie of him just conquering everybody. At least, at least some like real dialogue, a real monologue saying this is like he never described himself. He was just very like he didn't know who he was. So you wanted him to talk to the screen like he was Ferris Bueller? Not talk to, not break the fourth <laughs> wall. But no. have a mono, you can have a monologue and all yeah. look at the camera. I think it would have been pretty cool if he would have broke the fourth wall and start talking to himself like it was <laughs> Ferris that Bueller. Been cool. Hey, so looking at the yeah. camera, yeah. I'm yeah. coming for your ass. Too. Sometimes you just gotta stop uh. and look around. Move it up. Move it up. And you know, yeah. life, day off. life moves, life moves pretty, pretty fast. fast. <laughs> And I need yeah. a day off. If you don't stop to bow, look around bow. once in a while, <laughs> <laughs> you could miss it. Bow, bow. <laughs> um, I think the only other article that I saw that was like worth noting is um, for Star Wars Rogue One, a movie that we're all like mm, yeah. highly anticipating. No. Um, they just announced that a Jimmy Smiths is going to be in the movie playing um, the role Bail Organa that he did in uh, episode two and three. Oh, okay. So... Mm-hmm. You could tell that this movie really is going to be connecting to that prequel trilogy as well. So that's pretty cool. Anything? Anyone want to go over any movie news that you any movie news. think is worth I noting? Can't I'm um, looking forward to Sausage Party. Uh, me too. Sausage. Next weekend. <laughs> Next weekend, guys. Go buy your tickets. Uh, August 12th. Um, really, Dan? You're not going to see your Ben Hur movie on August 12th? <laughs> yes. That's uh, okay, double double feature. Double feature. Oh, shit. We, we might have to have we can do an do all-nighter. Like a, we can do like a two-for-one. Buy one ticket for one and Buy stay one, in the get theater. one free. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Honey, do it for me. Okay, now for the main event. <laughs> we're going to get into the main event. Um, so sorry. We mentioned <laughs> last episode <laughs> that we were going to go over top war films. Yep. Um, we said we were going to do top five. There's six of us. I think I'm just going to moderate. Well, everyone um, can so do that there's one a top. Yeah, exactly. One, everyone, everyone, everyone's going to do mission. like one, like your favorite. Oh, damn it. War film, and we could do some honorable mentions as well. Yeah. So. Um, Dozens. Are you ready? I know. <laughs> Basically, just uh, just list the movie. Um, give like a little brief description of what the movie's about, and then explain why it is the top war film these are not in order we're just going in order and of the people at the table they don't have to be based on this uh, reality they can be fictional fantasy manacy <gasps> oh i fantasy, have like three <laughs> fantasy <laughs> yeah. all right mr skinner you want to start us off well i'll start with uh well uh, it's gonna be cliche i was gonna say saving private ryan yes uh, okay but you know what 
Battle Los Angeles. Okay, so so Battle Los Angeles. All right. How so is that a top? No, no, no. I'm gonna explain. Wait, so, so I'm gonna explain you, why. So are you saying Saving Private Ryan is your honorable mention? That is my honorable mention. Oh. All right. So because, because, because totally backwards. All right. So backwards. let's uh, let's get into Battle Los okay. Angeles. Uh, battle, I hear battle Los Angeles. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, after <laughs> I, I, I'm a former Marine, so th- this is yeah, hoorah. Um, <laughs> so uh, one of the things about Battle Los Angeles is like they show what it's like to be like military life as a as a young marine. You know, it, it usually goes into like you know the shit that w- stupid shit that we do at the barracks, like how we drink, how we like hang out with our buddies, and and you know it shows that camaraderie during peacetime. This is like before like the whole shit starts. Mm-hmm. Also, when the aliens come, meaning that Marines probably there's you know there's no more Taliban, so we ran out of shit to fight, so we're gonna mm-hmm. have to fight some fucking aliens. So, uh, but it shows how uh, you know that camaraderie in the field and like you know how everybody is like really emotional. It's not just like kicking asses and collecting bodies and shit like that. It just shows how. Uh, the marine unit works when you're like you know mm-hmm. when you're like a friend you know you, you, you have to know who's next to you who you trust and uh, when it came down to like they're not trusting their staff sergeant because of the the history of what happened before mm-hmm. and until they understand was the real reason why they didn't trust them but now like okay they understand them it's uh, one of those they have nothing to lose they're like hey. yeah well it's but yeah and you know the effects were really good like the accuracies with the weaponry and you know um mm-hmm. You know, we don't really get along with the Air Force and stuff like that. Or <laughs> you the weapons. Very but uh, but yeah, like that's that's one of the things. Like you know, for example, I know I've seen people in doctor movies are like, oh, you know, I was with an RN one time. It's like, oh, that's, they're not using that tool right. You know, we're not calling that. Whatever. Uh, when it came down to the military gear and stuff, and like, you know, they it, it was pretty accurate. Like even the call signs, like the the, the code names, the radio frequencies, shit like that. It's like it's the little things, you know. Retrieve hell. <laughs> I think what I'm going to do is as you guys are going down your list I'm going to look up like special trivia facts about each of your movies okay. did you guys know for Battle Los Angeles the movie was released on March 11th 2011 so that's 0311 0311 is the MOS or the Marine Corps Military, Military Occupational yeah. Specialty for Infantry, infantry. Riflemen 0311 Ooh. oh I didn't know that that's you know it was crazy that you liked that movie we went to go see that movie. And Delgado loved that, movie, loved that movie for <laughs> those exact reasons, yeah, yeah. too. Because we, we were saying, like, man. What was Delgado's right. MOS code? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Ask him. Well, I remember when I was, <laughs> we were watching it. I'm like, man, coming. I just didn't get the stuff, man. Like, I, I just didn't get it. And Delgado said, man, I loved it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, man. So did they make that film for the Marines or I the fans? That's what the it is. I think, I think it was like a recruit. I think oh, it was like, I think, it, movie. I think every military movie that comes out at a certain time is like a recruiting uh, plot or tool for like people to was, like, yeah, you know what, these guys are bad. That movie was shit. for uh, Marines. What, Suicide Squad was for fans? I guess you Probably. could say. <laughs> because at the end of the movie, we will get into what this. You call it, other than trying to rest or anything, the dude just ends up drinking the water and then just grabbing more ammo. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going back out there. <laughs> no, but you you want to you want to know so, you want to know something. Like, I when I when I was in like the field and you're like, 
I did two tours, mm-hmm. one in Iraq, one in Afghanistan. So mm-hmm. once you're in the field and you like, you know, you, you get shot at sometimes, sometimes you don't get shot at, or mm-hmm. sometimes you just have this downtime and you go bored. Mm-hmm. But then now mm-hmm. these guys were totally in the shit constantly. Pop, 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 yeah. pop, pop. Now, once you're in uh, out of the field and then you're like, you know, there's still shit going on and you have this downtime, like mandatory downtime. You just want to do shit. This is mm. how Marines get in trouble, by the way. You have downtime <laughs> and then you don't know what to do with yourself. So you start like, for example, what I did, I used to like take off the, the round out of the, you know, the bullet and the just like empty it into a two liter bottle of Coke and fill up end holes and just light it up. <laughs> and it would look like a fucking jet volcano. <laughs> it was one shit. <laughs> or playing with a 203 grenade, just tossing it back mm. and forth until like the, the, <laughs> the timer. What? You know, once the timer hits the, the, the first click, uh. you have to toss it really far and just run. Did you incorporate any Legos into this too, Daniel? And, uh, <laughs> you see Shu over there. He's over here nodding his head like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're here like terrified, <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, I think that's terrifying too, though. <laughs> no, it, it is terrifying, but like I said, it's like stupid, dumb yeah. shit. Oh, you guys just going to play like tic-tac-toe on the sand? <laughs> no, with a sandstorm, you can't see shit. <laughs> you can see shit. That was an oh, oh, but it you can't it. see shit, but you can see a grenade like being tossed at you. <laughs> it's, it's just about hearing the first click on the 203 oh, round. The grenade, no. the, the grenade, you have a very short fuse. It's sometimes mm-hmm. they're very inaccurate. You know how in the movies, like, you know, yeah, they pull the pin, they release the spoon. Yeah. The spoon is what pushes the primer into the compound B and that's how it blows up mm-hmm. okay so now uh this is how you toss the grenade with spoon and everything because there's a timing holy shit so now when they do this like they pull the pin release the spoon the spoon is what pushes that thing and that's how it blows up so that's the only inaccuracy i see as far as we like should when make it comes a movie to that. about that about the downtime <laughs> how about that? <laughs> about the, no, that would be a that, good movie that would be great that would be great Okay. Making scorpions fight or any animal that you find and like, it was stupid. Like catching snakes <laughs> like okay, underground. You guys are fun. <laughs> Super right. great. Nina, what's your uh, your top war film? Oh shit. Um top war film. I would say I just had it and I completely lost it. it must have been really good. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Did you say uh, Samurai? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right, yeah. My top is... Um, honorable mention is Troy. We were talking about earlier. I, for, I'm for i a big Greek mytho- mythology fan, so I love Troy and, uh, you know, and Achilles and everything. So I love that. Um, my top is... Um, uh, is La- The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. As much as I do not um prefer tom cruise sometimes especially during his time where he was in every fucking movie i would Mm -hmm. see that that was a good movie i loved um i love good like oriental war films like house of flying daggers Mm. you know that was a good one memoirs of geisha was okay um crouching tiger and dragon was a good one hero beautiful oh yeah hero was great oh with jet lee oh Oh, god um but the last samurai is is a good one because it's like you know Tom Cruise is, you know, he was somewhat of, he wasn't even considered as a war hero. He hated and he drank, drank, drank all the time. And being in, you know, in Japan and every, like this movie was great. As like even the last one they died. It was just, it was amazing. What about that new uh, um, one? uh, Get the guy off the wall. What's the name of that? Matt Matt Damon. Matty uh, D. Oh, the Great oh, Wall. Oh, the Great Wall. The, the new wall, one that's going to come out? 
Yeah. Oh, another honorable mention. I'm sorry. Um, I probably doesn't count, but still a good one. Um, was it? No, it does count. Actually, it does count. Um, Legion, with um Legion that just came out with like Gabriel the angel and yeah, um oh, and Michael yeah. and everything. When they were all yeah. in the gas yes. station thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. that was a great one that too. That was a cool ass movie. Mm-hmm. Would you call that like a spiritual? Yeah. It's a spiritual war between like you know. Good versus eagle. Yeah. Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> Yeah, you know, those eagles, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking eagles. <laughs> go Dolphins. <laughs> oh. All right, Schubert, what's right, your go. top war film? Okay. Um, I had I had written out the, the five, but... Um, <laughs> okay, so my number one film, and it's for one of the reasons he had mentioned, is Jarhead. Mm. That is my number one film of any military movie because it describes downtime. And... All the bad things happen during the downtime. That's what my experience was in the military. And, uh, and people get to know each other during... The, that's when you build that... Rela- so when you go out to war, you're like, I'm going to save this guy's life, even though I know he's a jerk, because of our downtime experience with each other. Um, and then, okay, so my other, my other movie... Okay, I really like... I really like, but I, I did not experience that was... Uh, um, Black Hawk Down. I didn't experience that level of war. But I, that's what I thought. That's how I was trained. I was trained for that style of war. But that's not how I experienced. So it's, it's Black Hawk Down your honorable mention? It's my honorable okay, mention. Okay, cool. Um, the reason I just saw thir- 13 Hours, and I thought 13 oh, Hours was more... Re- it's similar to my style. Because that's what would too. happen is that was a great there's one. hours of you're shooting, then they're shooting... Then there's, we all ran out of weapons and all, I mean, we all ran out of ammo. And then there's, we shoot some more. And there's waves, yeah. Yeah, and then waves. There's, there's people who get tired. There's people who are missing altogether. And that's important to note because no, I've never, in, I've been in maybe three top battles. And in all three, they lasted more than two hours. A couple of days, too. There's, yeah, there's instances like with the Marines. There were, uh, there was a period of time where, uh, I work in a, in a like a command center, so I was the one like relaying messages from the the top guys. Oh, you know, get the special forces, get the Navy SEALs, and get the Marines. Third ID. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, yeah. what you guys didn't see is what that you, they made yeah, what you guys didn't see is that they both uh, pointed at each other, winked. Some type they're of military, like, it's like a yeah, military yeah thing. like that secret, like <laughs> yeah, you're part of the cool club. It's like they're about to, and we're not. Or something. <laughs> no, but the, the thing was what I saw. Happen, this is like real life stuff. It was that I had hours to help them out. Like I was the one, like really, like I don't want to. Okay, I don't know what I'm allowed to say or not. You could say whatever you want, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. You know, talking about government? Dude, yeah. Don't get us shut down by the government. I'll warn you. Do not get me started a, talking about it. I'm stop. Special, like, oh, jeez. But I do remember some of the stuff I would have to like. I was told to say. Wait, they are you giving us a confidential information that you're not supposed to be giving out? We don't want nothing okay. in the black, dude. All right, <laughs> nothing that's All shaded saying, black. I won't say the moments, but like I can say Fallujah because everybody knows Fallujah. Fallujah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those I Marines were in a lot of fucking trouble. I was there. And I remember I had appeared a few hours where we had to get them their assets that they needed. And I'm, I'm trying to be like, okay, where, where is this? Where is that? How come it's not there? Is it on the way? And when you hear the, the little excuses for why something is not on its way, you feel so bad. And to tell them, yeah, um, you, you make up time. I, I'm, I remember, like, making up hours. Like, okay, you got, you know, 
You've got it like an hour, but it's really like three hours. These motherfuckers had no help. And it's like, that's the shit that's scary. And that's what you don't see in a lot of movies. It's not like, oh, okay, they shot those people. It's five minutes. Oh, the battle's over. No, it's it's hours. Fighting could be hours. And and people dying next to you is hours too sometimes. And that's just that's what I, I that's why I like Jarhead because so on a scale from like zero to ten, ten being like most accurate, how, how would you rate Jarhead as far as like accuracy and how they depicted the downtime? Jarhead being ten, Jarhead being ten, yeah, and, uh, ten for me. What's that other movie? What's that movie that you told me that's full of shit? Oh, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker being zero. Oh. Hurt Locker, <laughs> Green Zone. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Being those like those would never happen. Oh my god! Like no one when, is, when goes he, by themselves when he goes to be a hero. out in town. Yeah. by himself. By himself, no battle, it, no buddy, no, no battle buddy, no gear, no just gear. a pistol, like yeah, just what? a sidearm. Yeah, yeah, and then the, the, I mean, I think I I tried to Oscar figure out what award-winning, mind you. Yeah, that movie. Oscar. There's a weapon that they use. I thought it was like a. It was a. Um, Damn, why am I not thinking the weapons? Is it like he's really like like shooting the hell out of the building from far away when they're in the desert? And that one scene where they're oh, it was a Barrett. That's a the Barrett, yeah, British, the fifty right? cal. That's the British one. No, it's not. I don't think that's the fifty cal. It was so heavy. I tried it. It was like um, a fifty cal. Yeah, it, in. Was it a two forty? M two forty? No, it, it looked like a fifty cal. Talking shop over here. Because he was loading up. They're talking shop while they're getting into that vehicle. Oh, there's that vehicle. Yeah, that's the barrel. Getting that barrel. It was so heavy. I'm thinking a fifty cal is too heavy for someone to hold and do what they're doing. Well, remember when Helmsworth in Expendables two was running up the hill with that? Yes, yes. Rambo did. I was just shaking my head. Sylvester Stallone did it. Rambo did it, bro. And the Rock handles a minigun. And Commando. Oh uh, my god! Oh my god! What's the Commando name? Commando uh, uh, Schwarzenegger. Yes. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yes. He did it too, and they Jenny. broke down a lot of people. But some oh, of these weapons are way too big for these. What are they? Uh, this is so inaccurate. Oh they got strong legs, man. All right. So Jarhead, uh, what about you, Chris? What's your top war film? Well, it's not my personal top because my top is going to be an honorable mention since it's always an atopolist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my top for this list is the longest day. Oh, okay. shit, yeah. I don't know this. It was a 1962. It. Uh, it's a black and white, but could have been color. But it was like kind of like the Oceans movie at that time. Everybody was in Like You had Henry Fonda Henry in this Fonda, film, yeah. John Wayne. You had Sean Connery before he was James Bond. Oh, uh, Gert Frobe, who's Goldfinger. He, he's, he's riding a horse. Yeah. Um, it's it's about, the, about the D-Day landings. It told it from multiple angles. It covered the 101st uh, the night before, how they missed their targets. Uh, it covered the beaches. This film was an epic film, kind of like what you were talking about earlier. Um, they had thousands of extras, like just storming the beaches. This mm. film was so big; they had two directors that directed this film, and it's, it's just a great film. And it, it's sure it it's more like a a documentary. It they didn't really explore these characters that much because there was just, just so many. But it really accurately depicts an overall. You know, consensus of what happened from the Allied perspective, and some of the German too from D-Day. Mm-hmm. It's a great film, and uh, my honorable yeah, mention, which is usually the top of any war film list, is Patton. Mm. Oh, um, I saw that. You really can't talk about a war list without talking about Patton. And talk about monologues. <laughs> yeah, talk about like the monologues. Jesus Christ! If you talk about anything with the monologue, if that's not on your list of. Yeah. 
top five monologues, man. You you are you've missed out. And <laughs> and you, you know, uh, Coppola got a lot of flack from the studio from that monologue. Really? Oh. Because he wrote that film, and this is before The Godfather. Oh. And uh, the studio's like, we the film the film's good. We don't like the monologue. And you, why do we have to start like this? Yeah, why well, start like that? And he didn't really hear anything about that film for a while. It wasn't until like he was uh, like when he was did the America's Obertrove, he had this editing machine that supposedly could edit like 70 millimeter or the same film that they shot um, Patton with. Mm-hmm. And he saw like a, they called to him to fix this editing machine. And so he saw, he sees like all these hum, all these uh, Jeeps and war tanks. Like what film is this? And like, Oh, it's Patton. Like, Oh, I wrote that. Hmm. And it wasn't like, if it wasn't for the success of the Godfather, there wouldn't have been Patton yeah. like, like oh. we know it because it kind of solidified. Okay. This, this uh, guy kind of knows a thing or two, I guess. So Why we'll leave in that, that monologue. <laughs> yeah. And when you think of Patton, you really can't think about fucking, that first monologue. Yo, you don't. How many fucking movies are out there that are just sitting on the shelf, sitting on the and shelf. then people yeah. are just like, "Nah, I don't like it. I'm I don't like the do person who, who gave this to me, so I'm not gonna do it." Kind of shit. It's fucked up. Yeah. We missing out on another Patton, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, interesting. Uh, interesting fact about uh, that movie Patton. Um, so George Scott, who plays Patton, you know, he had that famous monologue in front of the American flag, what you were mentioning earlier, Pat. Um, he, they told him in the beginning that that was, that was going to be the scene that opens up the film, and he refused to do that monologue because he said, if you guys are going to put this in the beginning, then the rest of my performance is not going to live up to that speech, so this is going to suck. I don't want to do it. The director had to lie to him and say, okay, no, 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 we're going to put the speech at the end of the movie. And they lied to him, and the movie starts with that speech. Oh and he was like God. really pissed when he saw the the, the actual film. I, was saying, I liked his monologue at the end. Like because like like his how he portrayed that version of Patton. Like there's mm. multiple personas of Patton. It was like the the romantic soldier, and he was talking about like how like Roman soldiers as they were coming back. Mm. You know, after well, what you call it when I was uh, first time I saw that movie I was in middle school and my my history teacher the same one who told me about a fucking uh, uh, Alexander the Great he was a, a Vietnam vet and he he the, the only way that I could figure out like uh, to get answers right about Patton is that he said think of Patton as um, Vince Lombardi and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about in my mind and he was this Patton is like the Vince Lombardi of war. He says, like, he is glorified, but he's glorified because it's, it's like, it's factual. He said, everything that you hear about him is like, yeah, that shit is real. I'm like, okay, all right, okay, Vince Lombardi, because I know all these shits about Vince Lombardi, the, the fucking, the fact that he brought the Green Bay Packers from, like, from nothing to something. I mean, yeah. they're, like, the most fucking winning this, uh, <laughs> Uh, football team and shit, and then Patton over here, all he, yo, he, he, he went to war on a horse, didn't he? At one yeah, time, they said something about a horse. Yeah, he went, he went. He went on a horse while everybody was driving the the Humvees, like Humvees and shit. Well, uh, like Pat, uh, Patton, Patton, Patton started off World War One um, doing tanks. He was actually like, kind of the first American commander yeah, to know too. tank warfare, which is kind of oh, yeah. so fitting that for World War Two. Mm-hmm. But he would jump. He would he would be in like hot zones. Like just walking around talking to the troops and shit. He's not the only one because my other honorable mention is MacArthur. Mm-hmm. It's the success of the Patton movie that did MacArthur because, in my opinion, MacArthur was the greatest military mind in American history in modern times. And so they kind of need the, the, the Pacific's version, mm-hmm. uh, which was MacArthur. Mm-hmm. And MacArthur 
may have had his faults, but he was so brilliant. And they did a great job covering uh, from World War II to post-Korea with MacArthur. And it wasn't as big, wasn't as epic, definitely not as remembered as Patton, but at least me growing up, I studied the heck out of MacArthur. Like even like as like elementary school, I'd read the history books. Like all this, this history books wrong about MacArthur. It's like, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like great war strategist, bad grocery chopper. <laughs> right there. Guys. And, and also, like when I was eighth grade, I did like an hour long lecture in my history class on MacArthur. So, so I'm just a MacArthur holic. So I had to throw in the, the MacArthur Jeez. film for. I didn't know there was a film on him. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look this up. Yeah, it was a Gregory Peck played as MacArthur. Oh, Gregory Peck. Which is interesting because, like, he did like boys from Brazil. So okay, you go you go from Nazi to a a guy so brilliant that we'd be speaking Japanese if you were in World War Two. Right, right. And Pat, what's your top war film? Just thinking, we we would have been speaking a lot of language: Japanese, Mm. German. That's the only ones I can think of. But my uh, (laughs) my honorable mention is uh it's a movie just like yours it was also directed by uh two people it was directed by uh eric darnell and tim johnson and uh this movie is called ants which is (laughs) (laughs) woody allen i love this movie jennifer lopez Lopez. Uh, Sharon Stone. that was the end of the big butt and yes it is sylvester stallone's in there too yeah But it's on it's on a smaller scale. <laughs> it's a war <laughs> movie, literally in our own backyard. I love it. it. It's Wasp versus uh, yeah, ants. 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 And I'm not talking about the Wasp. As no, that was a bug's life. White oh. Anglo, that was a bug's Saxon people, <laughs> Protestant. Like I'm not talking about Wasp and white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Wasp as an actual Like the Wasp, animal. but that's outside. That might sting you. Yeah. yeah that one. And um, Those if you guys have never watched the movie, get into it. It's better than Bugs Life, i tell you it that is. much. It is. I think it's, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Way better than Bugs Life. I'll watch it now. It was actually awesome for that. Yeah, it was. Stallone. I thought he was awesome. I, he was, he was awesome. He had all the muscles. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I loved it. It was a good movie. Uh, they had a little nice dance scene. Uh, it just shows how you can get out from the fold. You know what I mean? Because uh, Woody Allen's character is supposed to be like this uh, this ant who is, you know. Woody he Allen. Conform. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't he's conform. Woody Allen. Yeah, he's Woody Allen. Woody Allen. He doesn't conform to uh, what he doesn't want to do anything doing. anybody says. They were he's all like, dancing, nah. but they were dancing in line and they were doing like the cha 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 or whatever. And he was like, nah, man, let's. I'm, I'm paraphrasing the shit out of this movie. But like, hey, yo, hey, let's let's dance, yo. He's like, let's boogie. Like, uh, let's dance. <laughs> like the movie fucking Footloose. Footloose. He's like, I just want to dance. That's all he wanted to do. And I guess a war broke out in the middle. The dance <laughs> <laughs> it broke out because of the, the dance. Because of the dance. This the wasp not was Footloose. not having it. The wasp were Mind you, it. whoever's listening, this is not like an ants version version yeah. of Footloose. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently the wasp wasn't having him dancing. And apparently uh, they, they just started attacking each other. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the ending, but um, it's a pretty good one. The war, <laughs> they lost a lot of lives. A lot of bruises. Didn't even know ants can get bruised, but they got bruised in the movie. <laughs> And that's my honorable mention. My number oh, one. That was honorable. That's my honorable. My number one is going to be uh, not really for the movie itself, but because uh, just the battle scene. And I'm going to say Star Wars Episode Two. Is that the one where the clones are going against Retard, the robots? We were talking about. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, me and Chris were talking about it yesterday, and uh, there was this scene that um, 
what was it like a, a tank drops down from the sky and it falls down you see nothing but dust and you just see nothing but blasters just going going oh, at it the you dust. See, yeah. oh you see like red and blue yeah you see going red back and blue and just going back and that's forth and that beautiful. whole fucking scene was like I'm like this is fucking sick that's that's even though the, the movie was yeah. bad exactly yeah, we gotta fill that Wait, in there even though the movie was bad the movie was bad we was talking about Empire Strikes Back. No, 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 no. Attack of the Clones. It was one of the prequels. Uh, episode two. Episode two. You haven't seen it? Yeah. Consider man. yourself it's very okay, lucky. Man. I thought. It's you know okay. what? I thought he was going to okay, start so with that one. Empire Strikes just, Back. You, you because don't they have, have a kick-ass no, battle no. scene. Okay. No, but I don't think it's as bad as this one with the whole robots going against uh, the clones. That scene was just sick, man. And I was like, yeah, man, these clones are the real deal. And that was. Some of them didn't miss. Yeah, so yeah, conveniently, <laughs> and I think I think that was the first movie that I saw where they did like those like fast zoom ins. Like you see a ship flying in the back, like all oh, like, really far away, show it. and then they zoom in. It's kind of like what they did like in Batman vs Superman, where Batman looks up in the sky, he sees Superman falling with Z- with Zod. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they zoom into oh, them. Oh yeah, I, yeah. yeah like that, I think that was the first time I saw that. In, cool was effect. in Star Wars Episode yeah, Two. Like yeah, Avatar yeah, and I, I, that. That. I love that, mm-hmm. so, that 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 effect. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And those are my movies. Oh, cool. You should stop ruining movies for me, okay? I don't know, man. Let me believe. Small soldiers. <gasps> yes. Dang. I love that it. One, right? I, I love think that that's movie. my top war film. Quite the throwback. You can you can watch like it on Kirsten Netflix. Was Dunst in that? Yeah, yeah she Kirsten was. She was in that. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Oh, what about? Uh, what is this? Yeah. Basically, um, these like actual like advanced uh, computer chips are put into these toys oh so that God. they could come to life and Those and are so cool. and uh, now a new movie you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they're like these like army men and uh they actually come to life and like they think Kill that they're people. like real soldiers yeah. and they want to go against these other toys and these toys have like this big ass war and they get like household appliances and turn them into like weapons and there's like it's pretty a family you know in, the be- in between that movie i really wanted the military looking ones to win because they were cool on, they were man. cool looking no toys, yeah, but, but they were kind of evil man. yeah they were evil they were but they really were cool evil. looking were toys evil. were they not no, you, well, a cool scene is like they each have a vehicle. Yeah. So like one of them has like a saw, another one has like a like a hedge trimmer, and, <laughs> and but like they all have wheels. And then in in one scene they're all like on the street, and then as they're driving, like as they're all riding their vehicles, they combine, like they hook up, and they turn into like one mega like death oh, vehicle, like the flying bee with that. like saws and, and <laughs> hedge bee. trimmers and. That was pretty cool. Another one that's a good one is... I, you know, I apologize to all our military <laughs> listeners out there because they're probably listening to this like, these motherfuckers. Like, Small oh, soldiers, really? Civilians. Like, really? Ants? Where's Ants? the, where's the wind Woody talk? Allen? <laughs> Woody Allen is the war hero? Oh, wait, wait. What about that um, eight-legged freaks? That's another eight-legged war one. Eight-legged freaks. Was this spiders? Yeah. Are you looking freaks? No, yeah, just yeah. me. Wait, hold on. Okay. Would, would the perfect storm be a war movie of uh, man versus nature? I was thinking of arachnophobia. That was stupid. I like arachnophobia. I think it's. I think arachnophobia. Mars attacks. Than yeah. Freaks. Arachnophobia oh, scared attacks. the shit I mean, out of me. Not, not gonna lie, Ed Laker Freak sucked. That's the one. Still, that's yeah. the movie with the guy from Scream in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. And then uh, David Arquette. And then uh, yeah. was it Scarlett Johansson when she was young? I forgot. Yeah. She was in there. She was in there. Yeah. yeah. 
I just remember all I'm, I don't think I've ever seen the movie, but I remember the cover, and you just see the guy from Scream on the bottom. <laughs> he's he's like, like yeah. <laughs> get away from me, you <laughs> ain't nothing free. <laughs> like got this scream on his face. Like, oh my! But it God. was like intentionally like a B movie, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like Sharknado. Like, it's like it's supposed uh, to be oh like stupid. God, oh my yeah. God, Sharknado Four. Uh, yeah, it's coming oh, out. Right? Four of those movies. I thought it was like actually, all the actually way you know what? Feels like it. One day, one day I had nothing to do, and they had a. Sharknado uh, marathon. 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 And oh, I watched man. from the one to the third. Oh, wow. And <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you <laughs> let me let me tell you something. The visual effects are getting much better as this fucking movies continue. Uh-huh. But it's just like it's like it sucks you in but like you you just watch it and then like it's so bad it's awesome yeah you just you just sit there and then you just like you can't change the channel like a zombie but you're watching this and you're like oh my god this is preposterous I kind of gave up after after Jaws 2 because I love shark movies and everything Jaws was awesome Jaws 2 was pretty good after that I'm like you can't really get a better shark movie a shark comes in like from the sky and like swallows a guy whole, <laughs> but he has a chainsaw. So as the shark oh, is coming down on him, <laughs> he like yeah. comes out through the like the tail <laughs> with the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that all the time. What are you talking? <laughs> I am Wait, not a very experienced fisher. I don't know. Man. There's another shark movie that's coming out that came out. It was about a a woman who surfs. Oh, um, that already the, the shallows, shallows, the shallows, shallows that just came out. Like, how was that? I haven't seen oh, it yet. I really want to see Ryan it, though. Uh, Reynolds' wife, right? Yeah, Blake yeah. Lively. What? Mm-hmm. She's married to Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, yeah. she is. She's, she's his baby mama. Baby yeah. mama. They're, they're on the way with, she's, like, two kids, I guess. I thought, yeah, you know what? I thought he was going out with... Uh, Scarlett Johansson? No. no she's she's a, she's Isn't a it ironic, don't you think? Oh, Alanis Morissette? Yeah. I don't... I think they're just they were. the same country. They actually were. They were going out, and then they... um. I think they broke up. Yeah, wow. they were just... No, because they were they both Canadians. She's, like, really older than him, though, right? Mm-hmm. They okay. Yeah, they could be the same age. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nah. They're, nah, well, they're both in their 40s. I, yeah, Ryan yeah. Ryan Reynolds is not in his 40s, man. I think he's, like, late 30s, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think. think he's, like, 41. No, he's, like, 40-something. He, really? He's not old, but no. he's, like, Ben Wilder was, like... Well, he was, like, 30-something. He's older than I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I was a teenager, he was doing 20-something movies. But Alanis Morissette, like I remember, and she's older than I am like, too. I was a young, I was a youngin. <laughs> when she came out with Ironic, she's older than him, yeah. but I don't think she's not like fifty. She's like forty-five, forty-six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and if he's forty-one, she's like forty. He's thirty-nine. He's thirty-nine. Oh, yeah, sure. mm. we're all wrong. And he's what you call it, steroid user too. No way. Nah, you making that claim for, right now? Uh, <laughs> for Deadpool? Yeah, for Deadpool. What? Hey man, hey man. What it is? I mean, he's not. Fighting. It is what it is. He's not fighting, right? He's not a fighter. He's just. He just. It's for the look. So he can use steroids. But, he already got a kid, right? But he was Apparently, already so. muscular. Wow. Yeah, he was. I mean, right. look at look at him up. in on like what Blade Trinity and uh, Amityville Horror. The new yeah, like him was he was in it. He was, I think most actors Wolverine. use Wolverine. like steroids. Yeah. What's well, I mean, a lot of actors have that dis- like that disorder where it's like, I mean, look at Jonah Hill. He loses weight and gains weight all the fucking time. Like a lot of was it? Um, Tom Hardy has it. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of people that Christian, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale has it because of Batman. And then when he went back to what was it? The Furnace when he was like dead skinny. Oh, and then yeah, yeah. Ma- Matthew McConaughey What's did that it. Called? The Furnace. No, 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 I mean, like, you're saying... Oh, I can't remember the disorder. I can't remember what it's called. It's a disease, like, disorder or whatever. Could when I you call it getting too much into character. What's right. the name? Oh, fighters do that. They have to yeah. make weight. They, mm-hmm. they do it so yeah. they can make weight and shit. But they say it's really bad on your body. It is. To do that kind bad. of stuff. To, like, cut weight. And, and you have to drop your you metabolism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our old doctors here. 
I mean, we're not all talking, <laughs> but we're all talking about it. Nutritionist. I mean, <laughs> just stay where you are. I mean, Oprah Winfrey has it, too. She does? She used to. Oh, okay. She used to be fat and skinny. No, she, no, she, but I, mean, I feel like she stays more on the fat side. Yeah, this is that's just a joke that just goes around. You right. know? I never <laughs> really seen horrible. Oprah. You ever seen that uh, Saturday Night Live uh, episode with Oprah that she starts skinny and then at the end of the episode she <laughs> 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 keeps getting fat up <laughs> <She's getting laughs> I never noticed that. Oh, I didn't see that. She keeps getting fat every single cut when he goes back to her and I'm like, what? <laughs> at the end of the episode, you're like, yeah, you look at the pictures, and she's huh? like, super It's not bad. No, it's not bad. Actually, that's the length of uh, the episode with me, you, and Chris. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right. I so I guess that's about it for yep. today's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you all enjoyed. Check out Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Slipknot has ropes. Yes. Pat. <laughs> and stay tuned for. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, stay tuned for next episode. Next episode is going to be a special one. We're going to stream it live through Facebook. Is it next week? It's next Friday. Get the oh. really shut yeah. the front door. It's next Friday, we're <laughs> on the nineteenth. Yeah, the nineteenth, right? That's next Friday. Uh, yes. Next Friday? Is it? Okay. No, yeah. next no, Friday no. is the twelfth. Sorry. Oh, the 12th. Sorry, the I apologize. August twelfth, season uh, sausage party. That. This is sausage. Yeah, go watch the so sausage August twelfth is the sausage party. <laughs> okay. August nineteenth, we're gonna be broadcasting live from Lauderdale Comics. Lauderdale Comics. That's gonna be a fun episode. And uh, anything else, Pat? Um. Uh, email us, comment, uh, follow us, follow us. Do all that other stuff to us. Let yeah, us know what you like Instagram with us. We're on Instagram, we yeah. underscore seent. Yeah, underscore it. Same. And if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen it, check out the Suicide Squad uh, trailer that we made with Legos that were just blowing shit up. <laughs> Enjoy it. Just look up uh, Suicide. Lego Suicide Squad trailer. Isn't it or Glorious Eye Glorious, Candy. I was about to say Glorious, Glorious Eye Candy. Candy. Yeah. Glorious Eye Candy. Glorious Look for it because uh, we have members here from the Glorious uh, Eye Candy. And um, <laughs> we put a lot of work into it. <laughs> we want those views. We put a lot of twerk into it. <laughs> uh, what do you Pat. mean we, Pat? Pat put a lot of twerk into it. <laughs> if only uh, we kept that original cut. <laughs> no one knows what the fuck we're talking about right now. Enjoy They're it. lost. Oh, well. Get into it, get out of it, be about it, see about it, live about it. See ya. See ya, bye.